And I got I got the new drop for you, Rocket. Let's go. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Do you know how many times I've heard that shit? I thought the one place I wouldn't hear that would be on the Gems and Juice podcast. Cause you know what? Growing up, I, I wasn't a fan of Elton John. So all my teachers, whenever they heard the name Ryan Rocket, they would say, oh, Rocket Man. I wouldn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Because I didn't grow up on Elton John, man. Like, I eventually got onto his music. But I, I had to hate that song off of general principle because every old white person made a Rocket Man reference whenever they heard my name. So I got one place I wouldn't hear that would be from Figgy Fig and Ginger Juice Podcast. No, I got to hear it, too. You got to be bringing up PSD right now, Figgy. Damn, I'm hurt. I'm even, Ed 2, Figgy. Ed 2. Damn. Hey, hey, I just realized you is not going to like that Garden of the Galaxy, that last one. Because I oh, felt like that, that was the theme of that movie. <laughs> because remember, because the little Rocket Man dude, they thought I, they a Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, because yeah, um, it was pretty much centered around him for yeah. that movie. But yeah, that was the theme of that movie. <laughs> so yeah. I know you're gonna be irritated when you see that. <laughs> I haven't heard. I haven't seen that yet. I'm gonna watch it. I know it's on Disney Plus now. I'm gonna finally watch it. Everybody says it's good. Um, my coworker said she cried. She got really upset. I know some people got upset. I guess they showed like the raccoon's origin story. Yeah. And he was like getting tortured and shit. And like some people got really sad at that, man. And my yeah. coworker said she cried. <laughs> yeah, like, my wife is one of them. She got a little sad. Oh. And then too, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie, but you know, it's it's it sets you up to be a little sad. Yeah. 
So yeah. I, I, get I mean, it's it. like the goodbye. It's like the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy, basically. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, I heard it's a, a kind of a, a sad, sad movie, but I'll check it out. I know it's on Disney Plus. I got to get Disney Plus for a, like a month and then cancel it. Yeah, <laughs> catch up to some shit. Yeah, get some of that free the the uh, the free thirty days or the free. Yeah, if that, I don't know if I'm eligible for that anymore. I think that's for like new subscribers and shit. Dog, yeah. this streaming shit, you gotta like get a everything. New email. What, what? And why is they going up on everything? I don't. Dog, dog. that's that's the jig, man. Hulu, they always Hulu is like 19.99 for uh, I think 17.99 with no ads. Yeah, or or with the ads, like the ads <laughs> in there. So if you want no ads, that's even more money. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> every like we mentioned this a few podcasts ago, man. Like. For some reason, like during the same week, everything was announced to be more expensive. <laughs> yeah, every streaming thing like Spotify to Netflix to Hulu to Disney, everything rose in price at the same time. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and then you go to grocery store, suddenly groceries are more for no reason. Uh, suddenly, I saw I, I don't know if it was <laughs> just me, but I feel like the price just rose a week ago, and yes. <laughs> even more than what they already were. So. I don't know what's going on, man. Everything I guess the entire on, economy man. said the price of the brick is going up on everything. <laughs> yes, it's just rough I, out here, man. Yeah, it's just rough out here. I feel, I feel like I'm in the uh, in the wire when dude said the price of the brick is going up and yeah, just walked nah, off. In every aspect, <laughs> what was in his, every what aspect, was his name? <laughs> I forget. Marlo. That was uh, that was Marlo. Marlo. Yeah, yeah. When he said the price of the brick is going up, and he just got up and left. Yep. <laughs> that that was after he killed Prop Joe, yeah, who, who everybody liked. And yeah, he basically said, I'll, "I'll run the connect now, and <laughs> if you got no more meetings, and by the way, the price of the brick is going up." <laughs> <laughs> and just man. walked out. <laughs> oh man! So he said, "If you got any problems, uh, either sleep on it or or strap up." <laughs> like we ain't discussing shit no more. Yeah. That was too funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh what up everybody welcome to a special saturday edition of the podcast um me and figgy i think both of us were actually out and about last night man um i, I actually went outside okay on friday evening man okay. i went outside yeah give it up give it up to ryan rocket actually leaving the house and not work for where you go I went to go see the uh, the Temptations musical. Okay. Okay. My mother bought tickets. She wanted the whole family to go. It was me, my dad, my sister, and her. And uh, we went to go see the, it's a musical called Ain't Too Proud to Beg. It's basically the Temptations story told in musical form. Um, it was okay, man. I, I really didn't think I would like it. What up, Pablo? We see you on Facebook. Thank you for joining us, man. Glad to see you here as well. Um, so yeah, I went to go see this man. I don't like musicals. I so. hate musicals, man. Dude, when I hear you, a musical, I am out. Same here, dog. <laughs> but you know, my mother was excited. I didn't want to disappoint her because she wanted to make it like a whole family thing. So I'm like, sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and go places, man. Even though I really don't want to go. And I came right after uh the Texans football preseason game, went to their house, and then we went on Friday evening. And it was actually pretty good, man. I have to say I pretty much enjoyed it. It was very well done. Very, uh, the performances, the singing was on point for the most part. Um, I liked it, man. It was kind of like a shortened version of the miniseries, basically. It was told from Otis's point of view. 
the same okay. way in the miniseries was. Yeah. Um, so I'll recommend it if you like the Temptation story and you've seen the movie and you want to have a good night out with the fam. I actually recommend it, man. It's a good show. Uh, great performances. Very. It was just. It was good, man. It was very solid. Okay. I did realize one thing, man. I think my brain is just warped because I didn't laugh. I mean, there's a lot of jokes in it, but I didn't laugh at any of the stuff that was supposed to be funny. And I laughed at like everything that wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> like, for example, uh, when Eddie Kendricks, you know, there was a montage of the Temptations, like in how they died. Oh. And during this whole time, they were playing like Papa was Rolling Stone. Oh god! <laughs> and like the dudes were dancing in the background, and it was supposed to be like a serious moment because they roll out Eddie Kendricks and Otis is talking to him. He's in the wheelchair, and he's like, "I got lung cancer, but you know, I really repeat." Like it was supposed to be a sad moment, but these dudes were like doing a doo wop in the background. <laughs> so I'm like laughing, and my sister starts laughing too. And there's certain moments I just thought were funny that. Nobody else did it. My parents got mad at me, I think, because they were starting to laugh, too. Like, my sister and my mom would start to laugh a little bit when they see me laughing. But <laughs> nobody else was laughing at this shit, You got man. a fucked up brain, man. I do, you, dog. You got, there was a scene where... You got I guess there, were, there was a scene where they were going through, like, the Deep South, and they, were, they encountered, like, some racist people. And all you hear in the background is, like, the N-word and <laughs> go back to Africa monkeys and all this <laughs> It's like I started laughing because it's like it was so random. It came out of nowhere, so I was laughing and nobody else was laughing. <laughs> Dog, you got the tw- you got the Twitter sense of humor. <laughs> I, I really do, man. No, it's like I don't know if you've seen the movie Joker, but the main character Joaquin Phoenix in that movie, like he has a condition where he laughs at stuff that's not funny. Uh. <laughs> And I feel like I have that condition in real life, man. Like, nothing that's supposed to be funny is funny to me. But all the stuff that's supposed to be serious, and it, I laugh at. So, I don't know, man. But it, it was a good time. I recommend it if y'all just want a nice little night out with the, the with the lady or whatever. Whoever you want to take to it. I recommend it. It's actually pretty well done. So, very, very, I give it thumbs up. I give it, I say it's qualified. So, and Pablo says I would have laughed too. And you can't laugh at that joke, man. Only black people can laugh at racism like Qualified. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with you, man. But uh uh Figgy, where'd you go, man? You were out so, on Friday too, man. Yeah, so Friday, man. Let me tell you about the last couple of days I had, man. They've been kind of busy. So um, so Thursday, uh, so Wednesday I had to get a haircut. Yeah. And, um, because I wasn't gonna be able to get a, a haircut another day. So I had to get the haircut first. And then Thursday, uh, I ended up getting my hair recolored. I got a new color. And um, man, shout out to my girl Reese. She she's my hairstylist. But um, so we started the process at eight o'clock PM. So that's already a red flag because you know hair take a long time. Yeah. Man, I ain't get finished till like three o'clock in the morning. 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning. Damn. Yeah, because it just took so long to, you know, the process of the colors and all that stuff. So um, so I got home probably around 4, 4.30. I went to sleep, woke back up around 6.30, uh, went, went to work. 
I got here about 7.30, 7.45. I did work on some stuff. I went to the gym at 8. I was that close to just calling off my gym day. I was about to mm-hmm. sleep in. I'm like, you know what? I feel better once I work out. So I worked out. After that, I went to work, well, which was that Friday. And then um, I want to say a couple hours after work, I had to work a photo booth event, which was a, um, I think it was an Indian wedding. Okay. So, so um, yeah, so I worked that from 8 p.m. to 12 last night. <laughs> so now I'm here, man. <laughs> man, been hustling, man. I feel you, though. Uh, it's been a crazy, like, Look, man, I'm 34. I'll be 35 in a couple months. (laughs) I ain't got it like that no more, man. I used to, man, back in the day, I used to stay up from sun up to sun up. (laughs) Yeah. And all all I need is a couple hours of sleep. Man, this shit been kicking my ass, man. But yeah, that that was my past couple days. (laughs) Nah, you like old boy who quit in the middle of the football game, dog. I ain't got it. It's a young man's game. It's a young man's game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now nah, you boys got it. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> oh, you mean you done after the season? No, no I'm done. I'm done, done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, da- Shout out to Devontae Davis. Yeah, yeah. That shit was too funny, man. Uh, so a lot to break down and talk about this week, man. A lot happened. There's some new music. Um... Uh, Pablo said you cover cover for Tyler. Oh, you did the uh, the, uh, uh, the the best the night thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't do that last night, but mm-hmm. um, I did it all last week. Oh, uh, yeah, Tyler was right. out sick, so I, I did it all last week. I'll be doing it again probably in a week or two because okay. he's going to Europe. So uh, I'll be doing it for like <laughs> seven or eight straight days. Okay. So make, okay. Sure y- make sure y'all tap in. Maybe we do, do a lot, sneak and do a live show. <laughs> Damn, how how Tyler going to Europe? Money, them gambling picks, them them picks <laughs> must be coming in, man. <laughs> Probably so. Are y'all are y'all paying Tyler for his picks? Is that <laughs> is he running a, a, a fucking some kind of gambling hustle on the side, man? I gotta talk to him. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> I don't know what a bag coming from because I know he ain't getting yeah. that from the producer checks because I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me up yesterday randomly asked uh, that I listen to the new Post Malone album. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I, so I got I got the text back a little late, so I totally mm-hmm. missed them saying that. But um, he said, did you listen to the new Post Malone album at all? And I'm like, man, like, sorry I'm late. Uh, I just seen this, but I'm not a Post Malone fan at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't even, I don't even know if he pop up on my algorithm, man. <laughs> nah, I didn't even know he had a new album out, man. That's how out of touch I am with the Post Malone. I think I might have seen a couple posts on the timeline, but I just scrolled past it. Mm-hmm. So... That's somebody who I'm kind of surprised is still even famous, man, to be honest. You know, there are artists like Macklemore and certain people who, like, just had a moment and then kind of disappeared. I know Jack Harlow's still kind of around, but not so much. Yeah. And Post Malone's one of them people I thought would just kind of fade away by now. But I guess he still has some fans and people still mess with him. But I was never a fan of that dude, man. I got to be honest. I I don't think I heard one song of his that I yeah, liked. Yeah, even the White Iverson. I ain't really like the White Iverson. I hated song. that song, Me too. dog. Like, it was awful, I'm man. I'm so sin. I'm so sin. 
<laughs> I could not. None, none of his his songs that I listen to, I like, man. Uh, Pablo says I tolerate his own bookie. He might be, man. He might be running some kind of underground. He might be doing some Johnny Manziel type thing. I saw that documentary, by the way. We're going to talk about that. I know okay, you saw it, yeah, too. I saw it. Yeah. But uh, he might be running some kind of Johnny Manziel underground <laughs> uh, sports memorabilia type thing or some gambling type thing, man. I got to talk. I got to tap in with Tyler, see how he got the money to go to Europe. Man. Well, I'm investigating him. I'm yeah. officially investigating him on uh, Sports Radio 610 uh, official investigation, man. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Anyway. Um, what's going on this week? A lot of stuff going on. Let, let's just recap the uh, sports uh, stuff for all you damn six ten listeners who wanted to talk about the Texans. Yeah, you uh, worked it, man. You you had your first game of the year. I did, man. I did. It went pretty well. It went swimmingly. In fact, we had a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, uh, I, I listened to a, probably like the. I think I listened to the seven o'clock hour. Yeah. And yes, he gave you a shout out. He said you been He did. He gave me a couple. I was yeah. surprised. Yeah. I was like <laughs> He did the whole introduction like, "Oh yeah, Aaron Rayburn who been with us for 2 years, so and so yeah. been with us for 8 years. Ryan Rocket been with us." Well, I forgot how he said he it. He said he he's been with us since the beginning of time. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's because he didn't know what when I joined. <laughs> and honestly, I forgot too. I want to say it was maybe 20 I can't even remember, 2015 maybe. I can't remember when I officially started doing Texans games, man. I know mm. Jim Mudd did it before me, mm. and I think Laura did it before him. Damn. Um, so it, Jim Mudd left, and then they asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, sure, I need some more money, and I've been doing it ever since. So, mm. yeah, he gave me a couple shout-outs, man. I was like, hey, what's up, Mark? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He sounded giddy, too. Both of them sounded giddy. I mean, early in the season, you kind of miss football, so you yeah. kind of get into the uh, – I know by third preseason game, we'll be all tired and just ready for the actual games to start because yeah. preseason is rough, man. That game was boring as hell. I'll be honest, man. Uh, the third quarter seemed to go on for 10 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Since the beginning of the time. It felt so long, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, hot takes from the Texans' first preseason game. I'm saying it right now. I think Case Keenum should be the starting quarterback, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all talk about Davis Mills or C.J. Stroud. Hey, who led the Texans to a victory of 20 versus who gives a shit? I don't know the final score is preseason, but uh, Case Keenum led the team to victory, man. So how about Case Keenum, QB number one, until C.J. Stroud is ready? What about your hot takes, Biggie? Uh, my hot take is, I think, and this is a real hot take, too, because a, a lot of the people have been drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. My hot take is, I wouldn't be surprised if they win four or five games. I still think they're gonna win by four or five games, man. They won because look, they won four last. I think they won three or four last year. Yeah, I want to say three, maybe. Yeah, the year before that they won four. So this year with the draft picks, the signings, people expect them to jump up a little bit. Six. Mm -hmm. I heard a couple of people say, uh, I think the over under was like five. People were saying take the over. I'm like, man, I, look, man, I think I. I still think they could possibly win like four or five games, man. I, I'm not going over five games. Because, I forgot the Texans tied last year, so they finished three thirteen and one. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. so yeah, I still think record wise they won't be that good, but uh, I do think they have a, a really good roster, really good defense and stuff. I just think 
at the end of the game, it's going to be some type of, type of hiccup with the rookie quarterback. So it's going to be a lot of closed games, but it's going to be a lot of growing pains. So I, I still think they're probably going to be around four games, maybe five. Well, I could be wrong, man. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think, look, on the bright side, the Texans don't have any primetime games, so the nation's not going to know how bad we are if we stink it up. Okay, we're, we're, I don't think we have, we don't have any Monday night games. We don't have any Sunday night games, no Thursday night games. So nobody's going to know. You, you know, people ignore the Texans anyway, unless there's some huge controversy like the Deshaun Watson thing or the firing two black head coaches back to back, something like that. Otherwise, nobody cares about the Texans nationwide. So they won't know. And there will be no narratives about how bad we are if we stink it up. Yeah. Michael Garcia, what's up? We see you on Facebook, man. He says, I think CJ is going to keep the tradition alive of Ohio State quarterbacks not making the NFL, making it in the NFL, but I hope I'm wrong. Figgy, what do you have to say about this so-called Ohio State curse? Get the hell uh, out of here, people man. keep bringing up? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, I think, honestly, man, I think it's kind of silly, man, because... A lot of people look at Ohio State as, oh, he went to Ohio State, so he can't be a good quarterback in the NFL. I mean, name me a school that produced the best quarterbacks in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we could just go to that school and grab them there. I just think, man, like you could talk about the Ohio State system. Maybe they run a super gimmicky system where all of their quarterbacks look good. But still, man, like once you get to the NFL, man, I think it's, I think it's coaches' jobs, it's teams' jobs to put that quarterback in the best position to win. And if you look at all the quarterbacks that came out of Ohio State, like, was those teams that good to put that quarterback in the best position to win? Like, we we bring up Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins, but he was in Washington, man. <laughs> like, what was, what was around that team <laughs> for him to, uh, to even have a chance to succeed? Mm-hmm. I just think he was a dead duck during that time. Just trying no to, pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. No, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah, but I, I think he had no chance from the beginning because it's Washington, and you know, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks. Justin Fields, um, the the Bears wasn't a good team when they drafted him, and they really didn't have a lot around him. Now he's still in the league, and he, I think they looking to. Um, push him forward, but I don't think it's Ohio State just because you want to, because Joe Burrow went to Ohio State. <laughs> he he just transferred and went to LSU, so you know, when if he stayed at Ohio State, man, it could have been, you know, a lot of stuff could have been different. So, uh, I don't think the Ohio State thing, I wouldn't look at it like, damn, they just don't get a quarterback because he came from Ohio State. And then the other thing is, when if like, so do you not draft CJ or any Ohio State quarterback at all? <laughs> like, do you just not draft them at all? <laughs> or is it cool if you pick them up in the fifth round or something? So it's, I don't know. I just never believe that, man. And it's so many other schools. Like, what other school school produces the best quarterbacks? I mean, you don't just go to that school to grab whatever quarterback there. You got to see something. Yeah, man. And look, to be fair, it's possible that CJ won't work out, but it's far too early to even predict anything like that, man. Okay. People, I know it's Twitter. I know it's sports. People like the hot take. People like the prediction. 
and they like to go back and be like, you know what, I was right, or they never bring up they were wrong. But it is way too early to make any kind of prediction on CJ. He had two series, he was out there. He threw an interception, but look, his feet are barely wet in the NFL, man. Let's let's hold back. I'll, if he lose game one, oh man, I know y'all gonna go crazy with y'all <laughs> damn hot takes the way y'all been acting this whole training camp and preseason. So yeah, he might get half a quarter of goodwill. <laughs> if he don't score on the first drive of the touchdown, uh, with the touchdown, I know y'all going to be on his ass, Texans Twitter. So calm down, man. It was on his ass at the interception. Yep, of <laughs> I was course. just like, oh, man, I was ready to, <laughs> dog, I was ready to call off of work. Yeah. <laughs> when I see, you know I was like, oh, be, my man. God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Garcia says, think you're looking kind of swell now. Yeah, we see you putting in the work, man. You, you, the shirt's fitting kind of tighter now around I, the chest, I, I, I know, see. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> like some of my loose shirts now looking all tight around the arm a little yep. bit. So. Yeah, That's how man. you do it, man. I'm still in the gym. going five days a week now. That's how you do it, so. man. I'm trying to get back in there myself, man. I've been going through a slump lately. I've been fucking, I don't know. I, I've been in a slump for a little bit, but I'm trying to get back in there, man. So... Yeah, hopefully I can get a uh, fucking slim and trim again one day. We'll see. I don't know. It's hard when you're older, man. Yeah. It's getting tough. Um, any other sports things happen that I, I think that really about is uh, Dominic. Dominic said that they make Stroud, Stroud QB1 for the game against the Ravens. I don't think they've announced that yet, man. But I would assume, okay, that's a good topic. Do you think that CJ Stroud should start game one versus the Ravens, Figgy? Um, me personally, I think he should. If I was the coach, I would start him. But I, I trust, I trust D'Amico Ryan's a lot, man. I feel like he's not, he's not like a Bill O'Brien. The rookies don't know anything, so mm-hmm. let me go with this veteran because he's been in the league longer, and let the rookie sit and watch. He, he's not that type of guy. So if D'Amico Ryan's feel like, uh, and I, and it's gonna hurt me to say this, but. If he feel like Davis Mills should be the starter week one and CJ not really ready, I wouldn't have too much pushback on that. I I, I would be fine with that. It, it, even if he felt like Case Keenum should be the starter. Like, I wouldn't push back on that. I wouldn't be like, what the hell is he doing? He don't know what he's doing. I would be perfectly fine with that if he decided to roll with them until CJ kind of get everything together. Because they did the same thing in, in San Francisco. They drafted Trey Lance. And, you know, even though Trey Lance might be trash, but they just, they didn't put him out there first. They, you know, mm-hmm. they, Garoppolo took over, or he was the guy, and they let Trey Lance sit a little bit. And it looked like it was a smart decision. But, um, yeah, if he feel like that uh, Strauss should, should sit a little bit, I'm perfectly fine with that. I won't be mad at that. Now, if Bill O'Brien was the coach and he did that, I would probably be pissed because, uh, you know, he did the same thing with Deshaun Watson. He pretty much, <laughs> I guess, didn't start him for just the first half, I guess. But Tom Savage was so damn bad that he had to do something. Yeah. So, I, to me, I think that was a prime example of Tom Savage getting the start because he was, he know the system. And... And Bill O'Brien just didn't play the better quarterback. But in this case, I would be fine if D'Amico decided to roll with somebody else other than Stroud. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we don't know what they're seeing in practice. And we only see what's happening, like, in public and in the preseason. So 
look, they're going to have the tape. They're going to know if CJ is ready or not, man. And like, I, I agree with that. I go with their decision. You know, look, I've accepted the fact that the Texans aren't going to be good this year. I think we all kind of have. So take whatever approach is best to develop him. Dominic is against it, though. Dominic says, no, he should not start. Please don't wreck the young homie's career. Let him redshirt for a year. It's okay to ride the bench and look at the surface tablet. Okay, I think that's going a little too far. The entire <laughs> year, bench him? Nah, man, he has to play. If he's the future, he has to start at some point. Um, I'm not against Davis Mills starting, and, and hey, maybe he he's better this year. Maybe they can get out to a hot start. If not, put him in. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's ready or not, man. He didn't yeah. look great or awful on from what I saw la- on Friday or Thursday. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So Yeah. Now, now if CJ Stroud, let's say the next game he played like a whole half mm-hmm. and he actually looked better than everybody else, then, I, you know, I would be fine with it if he rolled with CJ. Yeah. But if it's a thing where he still kind of struggled, and you could tell it's going to be a rough couple games, a rough couple welcome to the NFL type of games, mm-hmm. then I'm not mad if he decided to go with Keenum or uh, or Mills. Like, I, I'm not going to be mad at that. But at some point, because unless Keenum or Mills take the Texans to the playoffs or something or they're in the hunt, then you're going you're gonna to eventually have to play C.J. Stroud. You're going you're gonna to yeah. have to put him out there. I mean, it, it it won't make any sense if the Texans are bad and Davis Mills is playing. <laughs> like, that just That's don't true. make any sense. And if you think about it, the worst-case scenario would be, like, if CJ starts and he plays so bad that they have to put in Davis Mills, you know? Because yeah. you got a young quarterback and you're already messing with his confidence yeah. if you bench him for uh, Davis Mills. So Davis Mills, I think, has already accepted the fact that He's been replaced. So if you start him and then bench him because he's not playing well, I think he would it, it would be better that way. You yeah. know, CJ comes in and if he stinks it up too, hey, you know, he's a future, he's got to take his lumps. Yeah. But it would be bad if they were in a position where it's like, okay, CJ's just playing so badly out there, we have to put in Davis Mills. So I, I'm I'm down to Davis Mills start, I guess. I'll be against it unless he just lights it up from now on and learns a lot in a, a short amount of time. But I trust Miko Ryans. We trust a franchise and the direction of the team with them right now. So let's see what he decides, and we'll roll with it. Uh, Dominic says, so it looks like the second game is pivotal on who will start the first regular game. I mean, I wouldn't say pivotal. Like I said, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and practices and whatnot that we don't see as well. So... Yeah. I got. I, I trust the evaluation of what they see and what they hear from him, and we'll see where it goes. I yeah. wouldn't say it depends on the second preseason game. Yeah, I would. I, I would say the second preseason game. I guess what if if um, Stroud played way more, which I'm, I'm guessing he will. Yeah, I think that will show you how the season will probably look for Stroud mm-hmm. or Mills, because I. Look, I think if CJ played pretty good, he he will probably start against the Ravens. If he played bad, I still think it's a chance he will start against the Ravens. But you kind of know what you're in for. You know it's going to be some growing pains if yeah. he playing bad in the second game. So be prepared for the 2023 season. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's yeah. 
I think that's more of the question or what you'll see from that game. Not necessarily a quarterback competition. Yeah. Uh, Dominic says, I think it's really, it's either Mills or Keenum to start. Now, look, I wouldn't be against, I was joking, half of joking about the Case Keenum start, but I won't be against that either, man. Look, he's a veteran. He's been in the game for a long time. He knows offenses. Look, he might be the Ryan Fitzpatrick of this team, you know, yeah. might get, give us a spark and get a few wins out. He can't be the future, of course, but he's he's up there too. I want to say he's like 35 now. So yeah. getting up like there. Like our age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I was in school when he was playing, man. I went to a few of his games uh, at U of H. So mm. exciting time where he played for like seven years. <laughs> so <laughs> entered the NFL like 26 or something. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm not against Case Keenum either, man. I, 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 that would be fun to watch him and Tank Dell connect, like a U of H to U of H connection. So. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Let's wait till the regular season, man. Enough of the preseason takes. I want to get through these next three games as fast as possible because I know they're going to be boring. And let's get to some regular season footballs. On very, very, very soon, we're going to have real football that matters. So yeah. um, Dominic says, "Remember, we don't own our first pick, so it's really no reason or no. There is really no incentive to tank. Yeah, there is not. Yeah, but." That they that might that, just be bad, man. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, and you want your quarterback to get experience, even if it's at the expense of losing games. You know, because let's be honest about the ceiling of this team, man. They're not a Super Bowl winning team. Okay, they're not going to make a deep run in the playoffs. They probably won't even make the playoffs. So I think it's more important this year for CJ to get reps and for us to see the potential that he has. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're building for the future, man. It's called a rebuild for a reason. We got to rebuild somewhere. We got to start and take the lumps with the new players right now. Yeah, and so. I think they're on the right track, to be honest, man. I think I think everything looking good. You got the coach you wanted. It, um, and Dominic said that, uh, the defense looked good, though. I think, yeah, they did. I think that's going to be the bright spot this year. And if um, the Texans will be in any type of contention, I think it's going to be because of the defense. Yeah. So and I think that'd be a good thing for somebody like a CJ Stroud, uh, just in case he might he might not be lighting it up, but at least if he can stay in games, I think that's a good thing, because last year the defense was awful, and say what you want, Mills was bad, but they didn't even have a chance, man. <laughs> like he, like he, like quarterbacks gonna have bad games, mm -hmm. but with the defense, you still ain't have a chance, man, because the defense was so bad. So uh, if they got a good defense, man, I still think they have a chance to do a little something, show a little something at least, and give a little confidence to C.J. Stroud. Yep. And um, speaking of the first pick, um, we do have the Browns' first pick too. And I don't know, man, because Deshaun Watson looked kind of sharp out there. <laughs> he he looked like, like he was on point. So yeah. uh, it's funny. how you feel about the Browns' chances this year? It's, it's funny because yesterday I didn't see the game at all because mm -hmm. I was busy, but um, I th I forgot the game came on. And I'm like, oh, shit, let me look at the stats. Uh, it was like a simple little three for three for uh, 20 yards or something like that. But he he I think he had three rushing attempts for like 20 yards. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, damn, okay. Like he running that much? <laughs> So I end up looking up some highlights, and I'm like, damn, he do kind of look sharp. But, um, you know, he, I think he played, like, one series. 
Yeah. But man, I look, man. I think it was a pipe dream for us to feel like the you know the Browns is gonna suck, suck. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying the Browns gonna make the playoffs or anything, but look, the last couple years the Browns wasn't good, and that got you the what the 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 twelfth overall pick, thirteenth overall pick. So I mean that's better than nothing, but I think it's a little silly. People feel like the Browns gonna be a top five worst team in the league. <laughs> Yeah. I just I just don't see it, man. They they kind of spent a lot of money this year. They upgraded some positions. Uh you got Deshaun Watson for a full camp this time. And um I've been hearing stuff out of Cleveland how they actually are making the playbook catered around Deshaun Watson this year. And they didn't do that last year because they didn't know if he was gonna be out the whole year. Mm-hmm. And Jacoby Brissett is a whole different quarterback. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, which I agree, I, I I agree with why they did that because it wouldn't make sense for you to make a whole playbook around Deshaun and he get a year because we thought he was gonna get a year. Yep. So they kind of threw that season away, but this year it seemed like they catering around Deshaun Watson and they gonna do what probably freaking Bill O'Brien should have did <laughs> when he had Deshaun Watson instead of trying to make him run this damn. Tom Brady Patriots off offense or something. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, man. I'm I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs, but I feel like they're gonna be kind of good, man. And if you look in their division, man, Joe Joe Burrow is hurt. Yeah. I don't know when he's coming back. So that's a that's kind of that kind of suck if you a Texans fan. But I don't know. They they might be all right. I'm not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl or make the playoffs, but at most, you might have a 13th overall pick again or 12th overall yeah. pick again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they might be good, man. I don't know. We <laughs> might get a very yeah. low first-round pick. Um, so, I don't know. O- hopefully something terrible happens to them because <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking rough because it's Sean Watson. He, he didn't play much, but, you know, he could very well be back to form this year. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, Dominic says, I really think they are one 50-50 receiver away from competing in the weak AFC South. We should have signed D-Hop, just my opinion. Um, look, DeAndre Hopkins is finished, man. Let's be real about that, okay? He went to the Texans retirement home, the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, okay? That's where you put all the Texans out to pasture on the Titans. So it, it, he's got getting popped for a half a season for PEDs, man. I think he's done. Um, and I don't see what benefit that would have to bring an aging receiver in to work with CJ Stroud, man. It's, I think he, he's kind of finished, man. Dominic says, we will see. Yeah, we will see, man. Maybe he surprises and comes back and he's great, but I just, I, I think he's probably done, man. Let's be real. I, I, I think he'd be, I think he's still okay. I don't, th- I don't think he's like Andre Johnson finished with yeah. the Titans, but I don't also I don't think he's the same DeAndre Hawkins from 2019, 2018. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of impossible because he's getting older. But um I think he can still do some do a little something. I, I still think he would have did something here. But uh, I just, you know, when you look at this receiving core, it's kind of like, damn, like it would help if you had the DeAndre Hopkins, but after seeing Tank Dell, man, <laughs> that I, that ship kind of sailed for me now. I'm like, yep. okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe Tank Dell got something. Maybe John Mechie got something. 
So um, I'm fine with it. But I think DeAndre, I, I don't think, I think he still got a little something left in the tank. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. We'll see. I could be wrong, but look, when I saw him go to the Titans, I was like, okay, this is it. This is it, like Michael Jackson, man. He's done. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're really good this year, but I don't know. Um, anyway, enough text. That's been about 40 minutes of y'all Texans talk, man. We got to move on to hip-hop. The 50, 50 years of hip-hop, man, apparently, eventually. It's been the 50 years anniversary of hip-hop. We'll talk about that. Um, first off, some new releases, man. Some new stuff came out this week. Did you listen to anything, Figgy? I did not listen. To, dog, I, I meant to listen to some new stuff on my way here. But I've been, when I tell you the last two or three weeks, I've been in the EDM mode. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. Like, dog, i just been straight, straight EDM <laughs> at this point. That been getting me through my days. That get me through the workouts. <laughs> so, because for some reason, I don't know, I, I'm sure you probably work out to hip-hop music and all that stuff, but to get me, to for me to focus, I have to listen to something that I'm not, I mean, something that's like high energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's tough when you listening to like some hip hop on Pandora or something like that, and then it's like oh, I ain't feeling this song today, so skip. Oh no, this song too slow. Skip. And yeah, so I haven't been listening. I I just been stuck on the EDM. What but what came out today? Or um, well, as workouts go, I listen to a mix, man. I listen to like classic rock. I listen to like some 2000s era rock. I listen to dance and EDM stuff, high tempo stuff too. And there's okay. some rap in there too. It's mostly rap, but it's been a mix, man. Um, as far as new music, a few things came out this week. Uh, Trippy Red, I, li- I didn't listen to. I think he dropped another mixtape. Um, there was a new Yeet song that I really didn't like. Look, I've I've come to terms with the fact that I only like one album from Yeet. <laughs> that that talk album, I think it's called. Um, I don't like anything else from him. I think no, it's called Life. I think that Life album I liked a lot, um, but nothing else he's dropped before or since really hits like that. He has some decent albums before that, but everything since then I just haven't really been feeling. Man, this new song has that piano roll that I hate. <laughs> Every song got that sad piano in it now, man. I'm getting yeah. sick of the piano, dog. <laughs> that Enough emo piano. Beats. Yeah, the emo trap. I, I was hustling uh, roaches in the apartment. <laughs> Mama ain't told me I wasn't going to be shit. <laughs> Those types of songs, man. The Lil Dirk special. <laughs> I, I had to go out and hustle so I could pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> I had the grass so hard, it didn't even make sense. It's just like, man. <laughs> Mama said, it's oh, my man. fault. It's my fault. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. Teacher said I wouldn't be shit. Roaches <laughs> on the plate. Shit like that. <laughs> yeah, enough. Enough of the uh, piano roll with the with the sad bars, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm past it You now. know what's funny about... People like us. I feel like um, a lot of people that's, I guess a lot of black folks do this pretty often. And, and it's, one one moment they'll say like, oh, I'm, I'm rich, y'all broke, da, 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 da. But in the mm-hmm. same sentence, hey, I grew up with nothing. I had to sleep on the floor. I ain't have a, <laughs> I ain't have a mattress. Like, so in the same sentence, they telling you how, how rich they are and 
all the stuff they got, but but also I've been struggling all my life. I'm grinding. Yeah. It's always like that. Even as kids, man, it always been like that. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like they act like the world was against them, but nigga, you were a criminal, dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> the teacher said I wouldn't be shit. Yeah, because you, you wasn't was showing up. You was bad as shit. <laughs> you was getting banned from school for fighting and not doing the homework. What else were they gonna say, man? You got a bright future ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny too because you know I'm married to a teacher and um some of the kids she'd be like, Man, that kid is an asshole. <laughs> like you can you can see it as a kid, like the kids that's gonna be rough. Yeah. Or, or, or don't never pay attention, all this stuff. And of course you got the stories where, you know, kid grow up and they get better with time and all that stuff. But some of these kids be so bad. So, so I'd be like, Yeah, that kid going to jail. <laughs> Sometimes, or that I can see that kid killing somebody. Yeah, <laughs> or, or that kid look weird as hell. <laughs> that kid definitely gonna do something. <laughs> no, for sure, man. You know, some kids are just like they're not even trying, dog. There are some kids who try, but they're in a bad environment. I know that. Yeah, but there are also the kids who just even the ones who come from a good environment. Those you know, be the, the kids who got those the be the bad household, yeah. middle class, and they're still bad as hell for no reason. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> so a lot of times it's just the kids choosing their lifestyle, man. You already know, like, okay, you ain't, you ain't, you, you, you just bound for the streets. Better hope you be a, a successful rapper. I mean, that's a one in a million chance, but yeah. that's the only shot you got, man, because it'll be that or prison. Mm -hmm. But I know you sound like some old ass Republican white people right now. <laughs> Hey man, uh, Barstool, are y'all still looking for black podcasts? I, I know. Hey, Clay, Clay Travis. <laughs> Clay Travis, hey, what's going on? Uh, Rob, oh, Jason Whitlock, uh, you need us on Outkick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Purple Sonic on YouTube. What up, Purple Sonic, man? I'm a what's fan up? of Sonic the Hedgehog, by the way. Uh, yeah. Is that like the leaned out? Sonic the Hedgehog, man. man. It's funny. I'm over here looking just like the damn picture. Right? <laughs> with the hair. That's the, uh, the H-Town codeine Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Uh, but what's up, Purple Sonic, man? We see you on YouTube, dog. Um, new releases, by the way. Um, there was some controversy because No Name dropped an album this week. Okay. Um, it's called Sundial. And it was controversial because she announced she had a feature with Jay Electronica. And it was controversial because her fan base is of the progressive, quote-unquote, woke variety. Mm. So um, they heard that he was going to be on the album, and they're like, uh-oh, he's problematic. You know, <laughs> he is a Nation of Islam member. Um, mm. He uh, all the time quotes Farrakhan and big ups Farrakhan. And he said some things about a certain type of people that we will not name, <laughs> but you know who they are. <laughs> And uh -oh. uh, so there was controversy about that. And uh, she kind of, I think she deleted all her social media because it was getting hot. And she was basically clapping back like, okay, y'all have no problem with all the rappers talking about murder and all this stuff. Oh, but God. Jay Electronica comes with his Islam bars and now y'all got an issue with it. So she, she kind of shot back at all that. She kept the feature though. And the feature was actually <laughs> kind of crazy, I guess, by their standards. Mm. So 
it mentions Zelensky, it mentions uh, rabbis and stuff like that. And people kind of just took it the wrong way. Personally, I thought it was light by Jay Electronica standards because usually he, he sometimes he'll go even harder. I didn't think it was that bad, but her fan base kind of went crazy over it. Mm. And even people who, who I don't don't think were fans of No Name kind of made a whole controversy over the bars and saying he was anti-Semitic, saying he was a Nazi, he's racist, things like that. So it's kind of getting hot for her right now, man. Damn. Because if you remember, she was also somebody who criticized people like Kendrick and J. J. Cole, Cole yeah. and stuff like that. And I think when she did that, she kind of made herself like the 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 spokesperson of the woke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now it's like you bring somebody you like a Jay Electronica in. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I don't <laughs> think she wants that label to be fair, man. I don't yeah. think she wants to be like Mrs. Woke Progressive. I think she just wants to make the music that she likes. Yeah. That's so, how everybody should be. <laughs> unless you really want that label, unless you just if that's your whole brand is to be woke, then that's different. But that's why people like Dr. Umar get caught up in some stuff when he's smiling too much at a white woman <laughs> <laughs> for fixing his phone. See, that's you gotta be all the way in or all the way out, man. You yeah. can't be in between. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. I think uh I don't think she wanted that label, and she mentioned that as well when she was clapping back. She was like, I know people see me as like the spokesperson of woke things, but I'm not that. And so, yeah, I don't think the bars were bad, but people made a big deal about it. They're calling him a racist and all this stuff. And so I don't know how she goes from here. I know she deleted her social media again. She does this pretty yeah. frequently. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure she'll be back, but I don't think she really gives a shit, man. Honestly, she's done things to sabotage her career already. She's called out Beyonce. Yeah. You know, which is uh, instant blackballing in the industry. <laughs> yeah. Usually. So I don't think she really cares. But the song itself is actually pretty good, man. Jay was spitting on there. No Name, I think, is a talented rapper as well. I didn't hear the whole album yet, but I like that song. The song is called Balloons. Okay. And I thought it was actually a pretty good song. So check it out, man, and make your own decision on whether he's anti-Semitic or not. But... Hey, it is what it is, man. I don't I don't know. Jay Electronica is just who he's always been. He's yeah. never been shy about his Farrakhan connection and the Nation of Islam stuff. Yeah. And it's funny how nobody really seems to care until somebody like No Name gets in the mix. Yeah, because this this been his brand for a long time, man. If you he listen, made an album with Jay-Z. Yes. I was about to say he talked about it all throughout that album <laughs> with Jay-Z. So Oh, and I, it was kind of like a minor controversy, but nobody really got, nobody from that side really, really chipped in on the discussion, you yeah. know? Because it was more so just people who were waiting for the album and, and enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. But it's when you get somebody like a no-name involved where it's like, and, uh-oh, it's problematic now. And see, the thing is, with no-name, um, she attacked a lot of, our, of people that we like. Yeah. So she went at the Kend Kendrick Cole... You mentioned Beyonce. So those people are already up on TN now. So whatever yeah. she do, they going to nitpick the hell out of it. So now whatever she drops, she can drop a... She could, she could drop whatever. And they going to try to find something wrong with it. They going to nitpick her because she's always that outspoken person that's going against the grain. And, you know, I want to be 
you know, I want to be fair. I don't want to say she's just going against the grain just to be different, but yeah, like a lot of our popular artists, she go after. So th- that's you know, you ain't gonna really be well liked like that. It's kind of it's kind of like Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, she always been that going against the grain person. Yeah. And now whatever she do, people gonna laugh at it. People gonna talk smack about it. So that's that's the bit. That's the bed she made, so now she got lying yeah. it forever. <laughs> nah, I mean, she kind of went full in on, like, the Marxist type thing and being, like, a, a communist, Marxist, things like that. And when you bring in that crowd, that's what they expect from you. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be multifaceted when you bring in the extreme audience like that. Yeah. You know, and when you cater to the woke, you got to be woke. Same as when you cater to the... Uh, the uh, I guess the MAGA, the hardcore right. If you do anything that even perceives itself as you being cool with like LGBTQ or something like that, you mm-hmm. get canceled by them too. Yeah, you know. So when <laughs> yeah. you court that audience, you got to be all the way in or yeah, all the way and, out. And this is the same thing with like women who have, you know, a whole profile that's based on sex and sex appeal and OnlyFans and stuff like that. Once they try to get book smart and try to do yep. all this other stuff, then people like me and you, other people, out. <laughs> we like, look, we don't want to see this. We don't want to. We don't want to hear you talking about how uh, it's been out here that's trying to do this, and they only pigs. They only looking at women on social. media. We don't want to see that, man. We don't want to get that from you. Yeah, <laughs> like you built your brand off of your sex appeal. That's what we want to see. We don't want you to switch it up. So when yep. we go to you, that's what we expect to see. And I hate that it's like that because, you know, people yeah, yeah. people can change. But a lot of people don't like change, especially when you build a brand off of something. Yep. Hey, I'm even more petty than that, man. Once I see the boyfriend post, I'm out. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know most of these women got a boyfriend. But uh, 100%. Look, if, you, yeah. if you done sold us a dream, you better keep the dream going, Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you don't keep lying to us. All right, act like you're single. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see no dude on your page and you kissed and hugged up on him. Yeah, and he, he making jokes in your skits now. Yeah, I don't want to see it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I follow for ass and <laughs> ass only. Yeah, all right. Now they try. I want to see. Now men. they try to do a joint account. Right, they it's doing like... little dumb comedy skits together. No, I don't want it. <laughs> I want to see the the squats in the gym. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't want to see the man. Okay, so y'all y'all got to stay on brand. If you, if you got a brand you built, you got to stay on that brand, man. You can't mm-hmm. be venturing outside and try to be multifaceted because you done courted a certain audience. Yep, and now they're with you now. So yeah, and then I think the thing is, uh, like, the thing is when you have that audience. And, you know, everybody can change. Maybe they want to be a family person going forward. But you can't try to keep that same audience and be the family person. Yes. You got to just leave that in the past, say, screw it, I'm done with that, or either keep your family private and just keep doing your thing, making all the money you can. But you can't can't do both, man. (laughs) You really can't, man. You have to, uh, yeah, once you build the brand, you got to stay true to it. Okay, mm-hmm. I know some people, I think some people get caught up in the fact that, oh, they like me for me. So whatever yeah. I do, they're going to come with me. 
Yeah. And a lot of content creators get, get, get caught up in that trap where they think that we're here for their personality and just we love them. And some people are. Mm-hmm. But most of us are here just to be entertained, man. Yeah. Same thing with this podcast. That's why me and you don't go talk about our personal problems on this podcast, man. Yeah. Because you know, we know people don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Everybody got their own problems to deal with. So y'all want to be entertained and hear whatever we got to say about whatever. And y'all chime in as well. We chop it up with you guys as well. So that's where we stay. Mm-hmm. We don't go inside the, we don't go super political. We don't go any of that stuff where people don't want to hear it. Usually. Yeah. yeah because like, like this podcast is a, uh, we try to make it an escape. Yeah, where uh, we try to do it with sports because a lot of people listen to sports all day long. So we try to mm-hmm. switch it up on that part. But we we talk sports. We kind of talk sports in a unique way too. We don't talk. We try. To. We don't break it down like sixteen or nothing like that. But nah. we um yeah we just kind of try to make a uh try to shoot the shit a little bit. Yeah, try to make it enjoyable, man. We yeah. try to make it enjoyable for everybody. So we try to appreciate lead, all the input we to, put in. We try to lead the two hundred dollar date topics off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, we yeah. don't go over the stuff that's already been debated. Yeah, we ain't trying to go over the uh, the the march in Selma <laughs> and, <laughs> and the protests going on outside yeah. and all that stuff. We, we try to keep it light on the podcast, man. Just kind of have fun, you know. Um, so that's about it. Speaking of uh, keeping it lighthearted, I guess we're going to talk about some serious stuff now. <laughs> uh, Tory Lanes has been sentenced to 10 years. And um, so he is apparently standing on his innocence. I've heard he's made a post claiming his, he's innocent. He's also releasing merch that says free Tory. So, have you ordered your shirt? And about how long will it take with expedited <laughs> shipping, Piggy? Man, nah. I... <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on this uh, sentencing? And do you think it was too harsh? Do you think it was justified? And what do you think about the reaction? We got to talk about the whole oh, I forgot yeah. about the Alabama thing. Yeah, this happened right after the Alabama thing, and everybody was talking about we, we were united for two days, and now I we're know. at each other's throats. Yeah, no, I seen somebody post that right before the sentence came down. They're like, "Man, we <laughs> we uh, we uh, reunited and all this other stuff, but it's about to be split once this <laughs> Tory Lane stuff dropped." Yeah, so he right. has maintained his innocence, but it is what it is. What do you think about this whole thing, Figgy? Where do you stand, okay? First of all, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Same Dog, here. this has been going on since 2020. We was quarantined, man. <laughs> we were sitting here doing this on Zoom at the house. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'm glad it's over, man. Um, I still don't know what happened. <laughs> I st- <laughs> we still don't know the details. We don't know who was telling the truth, who was lying. I think everybody was lying. Um, we'll probably never know the real truth. But um, I think the 10 years, and I don't think he's going to do the whole 10 years, but him getting sentenced to 10 years, I think I think it was a little bit harsh for the crime itself. I think the crime is, itself was... A little bit too harsh. I think he got ten years because of the stuff he did after the crime, after the uh, incident. Because I felt like he did make a mockery of, uh, of the whole court, the whole victims thing, and all that stuff. He uh, he was walking around like he was Tupac. He was walking around like he couldn't be touched. He was walking around. 
though, the people was pulling up the old tweets of him mm-hmm. saying he's not going to jail. Y'all think I'm going to jail, LOL, all this other stuff? It's like, dog, why, like, why are you talking like that, man? Because anybody else would not be allowed to say anything. Like, just try to move and make your music. Don't even address anything. And all of that stuff he, he was talking, they used against him. So I think that was a major part of the reason why he got 10 years, man. It was, to me, the way he was moving, the way his team was moving was silly. I think um, I think it was a little bit ignorant. I think the only way somebody should move like that is if they got, like, hardcore physical evidence that they didn't do something. And he didn't. It was no hardcore proof evidence that he was he was not the one, I guess, the shooter or whatever whatever happened. So I think it was a poor judgment by him. Um, hopefully, Meg could get some closure. But I think the I think the crime um, the the crime itself. I don't think it's a ten, uh, I don't think you should get ten years for that. And uh, what's crazy is, remember, Meg wasn't, she wasn't even going to say nothing. She was trying not to say nothing. I think she started saying stuff because he was talking a lot of smack and having people attack her. So I think (laughs) it's crazy. Like, all the stuff he did, it was pretty much self-harm. So, yeah, the 10 years might be a little too much, but I think the stuff he did after the incident Gave him that ten years, and, and I'm you know look, I don't feel sorry for him, man. I think, I I think he he did all that stuff himself. So I, he I, did I that shit. We got to get that drop. Still, he did that he shit. Did, yeah, that's punk. why I got. Let me write this down, man. <laughs> let me write this down. But yeah, that's all I have for it, man. I think, um, I think he did it himself. And um, if if he didn't do all of this stuff, he probably would. They probably would have came up with some type of plea deal. He probably wouldn't have got no time, and um, they would have moved on. We probably wouldn't be talking about it to this day. But um, yeah, man, he was just being super cocky. He was, you know, rather take it to court and all this other stuff. So I just, I just didn't understand it, man. And it's it's still weird. Seeing people out here saying, "Oh yeah, I don't believe her at all," or oh, uh, "Oh, I still think she stepped on glass," or "Oh, I, I still think uh, Kelsey is the one that shot her." It's just like, man, nobody know what happened, man. <laughs> so, I just, I just don't get how people just stick to their guns like that. Like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to say, "Hey, man, I thought something else." Shoot, we was on, we was on this podcast pretty much like, eh. <laughs> It's not looking good for me. We was we was neutral the whole time. Mm-hmm. But we like, man, when Meg started doing the 60-minute interview or the interview with Gail King or something like that, we was just like, this ain't like a Hail Mary. <laughs> so I, I thought it wasn't looking good for her. But the whole situation is so messy, man. But I'm I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, Nathaniel, we see you in the YouTube comments. He says, what is this all about? We're talking about the Tory Lanez um, sentencing. This is a, uh, uh, G- the Gems and Juice podcast. It's kind of like a hip hop, uh, sports, games, anime sometimes, kind of variety podcast. I know some of you people come in and uh, it, it, our podcast shows up on the algorithm and people just click on it because I do that too with a lot of podcasts as well. 
and I don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we're all about over here, man. We're talking about the Tory Lane sentencing that happened this past week. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, man. I'm glad it's over. Um, here's the thing about me, about what people thinking is too harsh for a sentence. Tory Lanez is not going to do 10 years in prison, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's get that out the way first and foremost. When's the last time you saw a high-profile pro- high person go to prison and actually serve the entire sentence? They mm-hmm. always get out. I think bare minimum, he can get out in five years with parole. That's how yeah. parole usually works. And yeah. then there's all also the all kinds of legal tricks. Yeah. yeah, there's legal tricks you can do to get it released. I know Max B, they're talking about he's going to come home this year. Yeah, He got a 40-year sentence, man, and he ain't even did 20 yet. Mm-hmm. And he might come home this year, they're saying. So Bill Cosby got his conviction overturned. A lot of 6 9 didn't even do like a quarter of whatever he was sentenced for. So people get sentenced and they get out really early. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets out in like two years, you yeah. know, with some kind of legal tricks, whatever his lawyer can cook up and plus good behavior and whatnot. He's not going to do 10 solid years in prison. Let's get this out the way first and foremost. Okay. And I think him standing on his innocence like this is a way also to sell stuff while he's in prison. Cause he has merch out now. Um, I saw Drake, had liked his comment where he made a statement saying he's innocent, which is basically, you know, we see where he stands as well. Um, so, yeah, man, I think the community is still going to be divided over this whole thing. Yeah, You know, I think it's going to continue. I think it'll affect Meg as well because, you know, some people who are cool with Tori likely do not like her now. Yeah. You know, and I don't blame her for this, man. Like, it's been brought up so many times, but she tried to protect him. Yeah. She didn't report this shit at first, but the lies and everybody was cooking up this shit that she faked it. It kind of forced her to come out and say, okay, he did shoot me. Yeah. Since y'all call me a liar over this shit, and I even say he did it. But I don't blame her for this, man. It, everybody, All the smoke being directed for her, I think people are confused into thinking that she pressed charges. She didn't. She it didn't was do a anything. state, man. Yeah. It wasn't her case. She was brought in as a, a, and provided testimony, but she did not press the charges, man. Okay, mm-hmm. he he allegedly committed a gun crime in the state where it's the worst place to commit a gun crime in, man. It's California, okay? Yeah. You can't just shoot a gun unregistered and go away scot-free there. It ain't Texas, man. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so they are very rough with their gun laws, and evidence was provided that something was shot by somebody, it's all the evidence seemed to point to Tory, and that's what he got punished for. Plus, his reaction, like you said, his cocky demeanor and the, the way he was rolling definitely hurt him. Okay, yeah. so it is what it is, man. He's not going to do the 10 years, he'll be out. Y'all get y'all fucking chicks taped six or whatever he's up to now, and it'll be okay. But this will it will continue to divide the community, his fans. And the artists and people they work with as well, you know, yeah. which is kind of rough. Yeah, it kind of sucked too for Meg because, like you said, he he's taking he's using this to his advantage. Yeah, I could tell. Uh, even before this whole census thing happened, remember it was I guess uh, he was like begging the judge, please don't take me, don't put me in jail type thing. Mm-hmm. 
And now he seemed like he like, all right, I'ma just I'ma take advantage of this. You know, it's gonna be like a you know, a typical rapper going to jail and they gonna have that big rollout when he get out. Yeah. And while I'm in jail, I'm gonna sell some shirts to say I'm innocent and all this other stuff. And I'ma just use that. And it's up for her because now you're gonna have everybody rocking these shirts. All these supporters just rocking these shirts. Like the stuff ain't gonna go away. And I know she probably got some just justice and serve type deal, but still, like, it seemed like it's kind of it seemed like this would be making it worse now. That oh, I sent uh, I sent the innocent man to jail because mm-hmm. it's gonna be that type of talk, and that's that's not even right, man. Because it'd be one thing if she if it was like a civil case or something like that, but dog, she. She ain't say anything. She she actually lied <laughs> and, and and said she stepped on some glass or whatever the case was, and she on like you said she only came out and said it because people were saying she was, you know, uh, I for, I forgot how it went, but she was pretty much getting the blame for it, mm-hmm. and you know Tory and his team had a lot of blogs attacking her, so it's like I got to defend myself at this point. And, you know, we know the whole situation with Meg losing her mom, losing, you know, just all the close people in her life. And, shoot, she ain't had nobody. I want to say it was just her and probably T. Ferris. So she, you know, I can't imagine how to feel like that, man. And then on top of being in that situation, and it was 2020 (laughs) where everybody was depressed and stressed. So, um... Yeah, I felt bad for it, but I want—I wanted to ask you this because um, this stuff kind of came up right before the tr- uh, before he got sentenced. The whole letter thing, <laughs> where they had all these random people write letters to the judge. Did you see that? Yeah, that was interesting. I think uh, Iggy Azalea was getting flamed up for her. Yeah, Iggy, uh, Mario, uh, the singer mm-hmm. Mario, he he got flamed up too. So uh, it was other people. It was weird. I guess it's. The person that gave him some hair or something like that, yeah. some type of uh, hair surgeon, <laughs> pretty much said he changed the community <laughs> as far as hair and all this other stuff. Yeah, it was super weird, man. I don't know what, I don't know what strategy this was, but it was super weird. How you feel about <laughs> how you feel about the letters? I mean, look, if these are his friends, I'm not surprised they came in with defense and. You notice there wasn't no big, big names attached. Like Iggy Azalea been washed, man. I don't think anybody listens to her music anymore. Um, so, but I didn't see like a, a Drake or anybody attached to the letters and whatnot. But you know, if your friend is in trouble, you're gonna side with your friends, man. So I I have a hard time, you know, you could say these people aren't supporting women and whatnot, and I get it. But it, if your friend is caught up in some shit, and you th- he says he's innocent, you're going to believe him, okay? Yeah. I don't know how close he was to Iggy Azalea, but if they were cool, I can see why she defended him, man, okay? And if it was us, if it was our friend and some shit, and he says I didn't do it, we'd side with that friend. So yeah. I don't really knock them for that, but also when you're a celebrity, you probably shouldn't put your name in the mix with things like this to begin with. Yeah, I know you I know. wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe they just figured they ain't got nothing to lose. Mario, when's the last time you heard the name Mario? Besides the character, the Nintendo nigga. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The singer Mario. When's the he last was, time you heard he him? Was in in that, he was in that versus. Remember, he was in that versus with Omarion. Oh yeah, that's the that last. That was the last time. time. Yeah. yeah, and it was rough. <laughs> so, <laughs> wasn't that the one where they were eating watermelon and shit? What, yeah. what was going on there? Yeah, man? I think it was uh, Omarion eating watermelon because there. It was funny is everybody thought Omarion was just gonna wash Mario. Mm-hmm. But it was actually the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> so Mario got like a nice little ten minute, <laughs> ten, ten minute set of fame. Yep. Yeah. But after that, that was it. <laughs> yeah. So he, maybe he figures he ain't got nothing to lose. Same thing maybe with Iggy Azalea. But look, if that's their friend, I get it. You know, I don't yeah. really hold that against them. But it is what it is. Yeah. But but to wrap it all up, man. I like the ten years to me was a little bit too much. But I don't think he got the 10 years because of the shooting. Yeah. I think it was just be, uh, because of the, all of the other drama stuff that w- that mm-hmm. happened after the fact. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm not a Tory Lanez fan, but he he had some reckless moments. <laughs> Even after the shoot uh, the shooting, I think he beat up August Alcina or something. Or yeah, they beat him. Up. He had some reckless kind of Chris Brown ish type moments. And um, and even with that, I felt like I felt like this kind of screwed up everything. Just being in that situation because I don't think he meant to shoot anybody. Like I don't. It wasn't a, you know it wasn't a crazy gun case or uh, uh, something that really happened where somebody got to take this charge for 10, 15 years. But I think it was just a, a moment where. Everybody's probably drinking and drunk and all this other stuff. And that just happened. I don't think he meant to hurt anybody. So yeah. um, it's a it's it's a messed up situation. I just really ain't like the way he he acted after the fact. That's the part that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, look, I waited for the facts to come out and the case and everything to get tried, and I kind of based my opinion based on that, you know. Like so people, I know they're going to think he's innocent and they're going to side with him and whatnot. But look, he's going to be out soon. Y'all will be OK. Um, Meg going to do whatever she does and she's going to be OK. I'd rather just move on from this. I think we've been talking about this for, like you said, three years straight. Yeah. And I'm sick of it now. I'd rather move on to something new. So let's do that right now. Yes. And talk about other things that happened this week. Um, we got to bring up that Alabama fight, man, <laughs> that Montgomery, Alabama fight between, I know it's, uh, it feels old to talk about, even though it, it just did. happened like a few days ago, <laughs> but it's old because people go overboard with the fucking memes, man. Okay. <laughs> and once you see people like Jamel Hill chiming in, you don't want to talk about it no more. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> when it gets to a certain point, it's like, all right, it's over. It, it went yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> So, so it ain't Once cool it now. Once it a certain age bracket, <laughs> yep. you don't want to see the memes no more, man. Yeah. Once it hits Facebook, it's That's, over. It's over. Let's be yes. honest. I know we're streaming on Facebook right now. We love y'all Facebook people. But let's be real. Like, once memes come over there, they're already, like, several yeah, weeks old. Because it's, I felt like this was a Twitter situation. Yeah. And it, spilled, it just went viral. It, it went really, really viral. Because there's some stuff that go viral on Twitter. But it stay on Twitter. Yeah. And probably like eight months later, it end up on Facebook. But 
this one just went all over the place. I think it was even on the news. It was. So, um, yeah. Yeah, once certain people get a hold to it, it's like, all right, it's corny now. When people bringing it up at work around here, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a little corny now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They making chair jokes like, uh-oh, I got my chair with me just in case. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once, once that stuff starts happening, I don't want to hear it no more, man. Yeah, that shit was funny, like, five minutes on Twitter, man. Yeah. We, uh, like, I, like some of the jokes was funny. Like, the people breaking it down, like the guy swimming across the, the yeah. pond. Like, I thought that was hilarious. People but, saying he was getting hit with the chair, like, Mankind and WWF <laughs> and all yeah. that. Like, there was funny yeah. moments with it. Yeah, but after a while, when people just make a meme... Just use showing that chair, it's just like, all right, man. Yeah, yeah. It uh it got corny really quick, man. So I, I don't even want to talk about it no more. Uh, <laughs> but what are your thoughts on this whole thing, man? I didn't even look into the background too much because when I saw it, I was like, Oh, okay, these people just fighting over something. Yeah, but I, apparently there was some kind of disagreement. Um, some black people were getting hit by some white people. Some other black people came to his aid. Yeah. And it was like an all-out brawl between black people and white people. Yeah, so what happened was it was some white people that had like a little boat, a little yacht, yeah. and it was parked in the wrong place. And it was a black security guard saying, hey, you guys got to move this boat because a, a bigger boat was trying to park there. Mm -hmm. And I guess they didn't move it. They refused to move it. And they ended up getting to it where um, they start jumping the black guy because I think that's the part you seen where it first yeah. started. Start jumping the black guy and it was a whole bunch of other black people that seen it, but they couldn't get to it because it was on the other side of the river mm -hmm. and there was some that was on the boat that was actually watching the whole thing, but they had to wait for the boat to park. <laughs> so once everybody parked and all that stuff, then it was on. They went to go defend that, old, that, the, uh, the, uh, defend that security guard. So that's pretty much how it started, but um, yeah, I'm 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 kind of glad that it happened the way it happened, and this is why. Just imagine if this if we just seen this video of this black guy getting jumped by some white people, and that was it. Nobody came to help. Yeah. That was it. We would it would be a whole think piece on social media. It would probably be some damn. Um, some marches, some protests. It'd, it'd be all type of stuff. We'd be having the whole race conversation again, which is nothing new. But I'm glad that it ended like this. This was like the beginning and the ending of the movie with a full yeah. ending. <laughs> so I feel like everybody was satisfied. You seen the sad part. Uh, you seen the redemption. <laughs> and, you know, we kind of left. Woo, that was a good ending to the movie. And now we got the jokes. So we can move on. But if it wasn't that type of ending, let's say, you know, he did get jumped and nobody was there, we would still be sitting here talking about this. That guy, Let's be real. The security guard probably be a little richer now because they'd probably be donating so much money to him mm -hmm. because they felt so bad that he was part of, you know, uh, 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 I guess some uh, discrimination. I don't want to say discrimination, but... Uh, he was part of some white people jumping them, and and you know people gonna say it's race related, which I don't even know if that was race related unless he unless they said something because they just jumped a security guard. It was just white yeah. people jumping the security guard, but 
it would have been a whole race war on social media, man, if yeah. if it didn't have that ending. So I'm kind of glad it worked out the way it did, and <laughs> some of the stuff was funny. Like, the highlight for me was the guys just swimming across the, yeah. <laughs> the river. <laughs> like, dog, you know how mad you got to be to swim across the river? And, and then, then get out and get fight, up and ready to wet. fight? Yes. Yeah. You ready to fight? <laughs> like, that got to be... It got to be your kid <laughs> for you mm-hmm. to be swimming across a, a, a lake or a river like that. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad it ended like that, man. It gave me a peace of mind. It showed me some funny, um, some funny jokes. So I was good with that. Yeah, it was funny, man. Hopefully, there is like no. I think there had been some. I don't. I haven't followed the legal follow up, but hopefully, nobody like goes to jail or there's no charges, man. Like sometimes fights just happen, man. Yeah, some people definitely got arrested. I seen some mug shots. Yeah. They, Ho- they, hopefully, the they guy, get out, the, man. The guy that hit the the lady in the chair need to sit down for a couple of days, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> like yeah. even some of the black people was like, "Whoa!" Like you see, <laughs> you see some of the black girl. It was a black girl. Like, damn, hold on. Like she, you can tell she was upset about that. We hit that white yeah. lady sitting down. I'm like, man, that dog. You you got sit. Your, if I was there, and you know, I'm black. If I was there, I'd be like, dog, you got to go to jail for a couple of days for that, man. Yeah, the chair shot <laughs> might have been a little too Like, much, dog, man. that was, dog, she was already on the ground with her ass She did warped. her like uh, May, Bubba Ray did May Young. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with the power bomb through the table, man. Yes. I was all for the other guy getting hit with the chair, but that lady was just sitting there. And she already got her ass whooped, and he just came out of nowhere on yeah. top of it. I'm like, oh, dog. Like, nah, you, your ass going to jail for that one. <laughs> yeah. There's always somebody that take it kind of far. I think it was, uh, uh, who was it during that, uh, the mouse in the palace with the sliding punch? Was that Steven Jackson? Or somebody Steven somebody Jack- who came through with a sliding punch on that one fan? <laughs> I think it was yeah. Steven Jackson. It was either but, him or Jermaine O'Neal. I can't remember. It might have been Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was wild. There's always that one person who take it way too far, man. Yes. Like, y'all got to sit down. <laughs> yes. But... Ultimately, I just thought it was funny. The one thing I hate, though, is when a certain side of Twitter also take it too far, man. Because let's be real, like, there's a certain set of supposedly pro-Black people who act like they want to kill white people, but at the same time, they want to be accepted by them, they want to marry them, they want to be invited to their parties and, and get Grammys and Oscars from them. Yeah. But they also act like they hate them. Yeah. And so they take pride in like a racial war like this when it comes out. And so it's like, uh, this wasn't that, man. Some fights just happen, okay? Yeah. It's not like they decided to have a race war for no reason. Sometimes when you out, fights just happen, especially when people get drunk, yeah. okay? This was not the revolution, okay? Yes. <laughs> this was not... <laughs> this was not... Uh, this ain't uh, going Martin in the Luther history book. Versus, this is not Martin Luther King, Luther King supporters or the Nation of Islam versus the KKK, okay? <laughs> like, it was nothing like that, all right? It was just a fight that happened, and people that try to make it into, like, this bigger racial narrative kind of annoy me, man, because yeah. it wasn't that. there. These people are not activists, okay? It's the same thing I feel about George Floyd, to be honest, man. Like, he was not a martyr, in the fact that he it wasn't like he was he wasn't Martin Luther King man he wasn't an activist that was fighting for rights he was a guy who he was a victim 
Yeah. You know, but people make things into symbols when they really shouldn't be yeah. in some cases, man. And I, so I kind of feel about this. This was, this was not black versus white race war. It was just yeah. people got that got into a fight. Yeah. And, like, I'm curious to know what was said to the security guard because, I mean, unless it's something we don't know. Yeah. But it seemed like it was some just some jackasses being a, a, a dick to the to the security guard. Like, the security guard seemed like he was doing his job trying to tell them to move the boat. They probably was drunk and got into it with him, and, the, and they started beating him up. And that you should not do that. But I think that's what happened in the black people. Said, I mean, I probably, I mean, I don't know if I will be sitting there fighting somebody. I'll probably call the cops. But, like, they did what anybody else, like, don't beat up that security guard. Like, what the? It was just a, a boat full of black people. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think they did what anybody else would have did. I don't think it was, I don't think it was somebody saying, hey, this is whites only. And, you know, what you doing around here, boy? It wasn't, it wasn't that type of moment. Yeah, it was just some people being a, a dick to to the security guard, and now we about to try to stop this type of thing. Yeah, so I, I think and maybe I, think I wasn't there. Maybe there were some racial slurs yeah. being thrown around, man. If that could have that sparked it too. If that was, then that'd be different. Yeah, but it still wasn't like what Twitter made it out to be. Yeah, yeah. like these people are just in a fight, and fights happen sometimes, and it was just funny to see. Yeah. But, I don't know. It, it, the people who take it too far, I know people act like, oh, we were do we did this. We was getting active out there. You see the black woman who's out there? We was in there too. No, yo, this ain't sports, okay? This ain't the Texans versus the Titans, all right? It's not we won or we lost. <laughs> I hate when people do stuff like that, man. It, it, it's not you weren't there. And if you were, you probably were not you, but I'm talking about yeah. people who say things like that. Like if they were there, they probably wouldn't have done shit. Yeah. All right, let's be real. Most people yeah. would not do anything in that type of situation. Yeah. To be honest, I pr I mean, I don't know if I would fight. I would I would definitely go over there like, yo, what the f I would try to yeah. de 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 escalate it. I would be like, yeah. chill. Now, if I had to defend myself, I would, but yeah. I'm not going over there throwing the <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal punches or nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to stop it. Be like, yo, chill, chill the fuck out type thing. Yeah. I don't know what I would do, man. I don't know. Because you never know what... Look, it was lucky that nobody had a gun there. Yeah, nobody was strapped. Nobody yeah. had knives. Because you never know, man. Yeah. And a lot of these types of fights, it's always the random person that gets killed. Yes. You know? The person, the person that, that, wasn't that jumps even, in. That wasn't that even part of it. stabbed or shot. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know what I would do, man. I can't even say yeah. unless I was in that position. I know but. for damn sure I wouldn't swim across the river. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, hey, my black ass can't swim already. Yeah. But I'm definitely ain't about to just be in my clothes and just swim over there. That's got to be friend or family for me to swim that <laughs> yeah, far. It, yes. I, I swim slow as shit, too, so it'll take a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that is what it is, yeah. man. I don't really have nothing else to say about that. It's just yeah. certain certain things get annoying when people take it too far and make it into some kind of think piece and big narrative. I'm like, yeah, it was a funny fight. All right, let's move on. Yeah, how you feel about did. how you feel about people making merch and all that stuff for it? It's, it's predictable, <laughs> but it's fucking stupid, man. Like enough with the t-shirt. There, dog. Twitter got or X has a super big problem with these t-shirt bots, man. 
Yeah. And like anytime you say who made that shirt, there's instantly a reply from like five different bots. Yes. Here's the shirt. Here's the shirt. Here's the shirt. Like yeah. these are are not real people, man. Yeah. So L- Ashley, our good friend Landry Locker, uh, uh, in the loop on Sports Radio six ten, got caught up in that because he he actually bought a shirt from somebody. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was in. I don't know if he ordered it or bought it in person. And it was a shirt. It was an Astro shirt that said King F and F and Tucker. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he posted it on Twitter, and somebody said, "Where you get that shirt?" Of course, and then all the bots just came. Yeah, out. yeah. But, but end up turning into Landry Locker's shirt. Like that's, that was he made that shirt. <laughs> so his mother was pissed because she thought he made that shirt that said Kyle F and Tucker. Mm-hmm. And she like, why are you making this shirt with this cussing and all that stuff on it? But he didn't create it. He all he did was um, buy it. But on the bots, pretty much made it like it was his shirt. Like he yeah. created the shirt. So yeah, that's a huge problem. <laughs> it really is. Some people try to chip up the bots. It's funny too because some people say something like, uh, uh, "Where'd you get this shirt from?" And it's like, "Is a picture that says the person that made this shirt is a pedophile," <laughs> <laughs> and they still get the bot that makes it. Yeah. So some people have been trying to chip up the bots, and it's been working. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a, a crazy problem with bots. I feel like even though Elon has been acting like he's been trying to get rid of bots, they've been getting worse. Yeah, I begin a whole I begin a whole bunch of random follows from a bot. Yeah. Like it'd be like some Alicia Rodriguez yeah. in a swimsuit. I'm like, who the who is this? No ain't following um following like 3,000 people. Only um only got like maybe five followers. I'm like, who is this person? And you could tell it's just like a a sex bot type of yeah. account. I was just like, man. Do you ever look up somebody who like replied to something and you look up their account and it's nothing but retweets? Like they don't have any personal posts yeah. of their own. Yeah. I be wondering if those people are bots half the time, man. Mm. Cause like, how are you re- only replying, but you have nothing to say for yourself? Yeah. Like every tweet you put out is a retweet yeah. with no added comment. Yeah. I be thinking they either bots or somebody uh, or somebody burner account <laughs> yeah where they don't want to say anything personal but mm-hmm. yeah no I, I actually thought about that too yeah sometimes i'll check because somebody says something kind of controversial and i look up their uh twitter or x account and it's only a few replies and then nothing but retweets mm-hmm. and no no kind of indication of who they are as a person at all it's just retweets from random shit it's like okay I don't know if you're a real person, mm. but uh, yeah, man, it's crazy out here in the X. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on, man. We've got a few other things to talk about. Oh, uh, the Lil Tay news. Um, the youngest flexer on IG a few years ago until she disappeared from the internet. Um, apparently, she died then didn't die. You know, she... Uh, it was a Jamie Foxx type situation, except way more official because it came from her account. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lil Tay, if y'all remember Lil Tay, she was a um, uh, Instagram, I don't know if you call her an influencer, kind of just a personality. She made a bunch of videos of uh, how much money she had, kind of like a imitation of rappers and what they do. Yeah. You know, she was nine years old talking about how she was richer than all of us. 
and she got our rent on our, her watch and all this stuff. And she's sipping on stuff that she can't even sip on at her age. And she was posing with money stacks and posing in sports cars and all that. And of course, it was her parents or somebody behind that doing all this for her. Um, she disappeared from the internet a few years ago. And it was announced on her Instagram that she had passed away, her and her brother. Um, now, she came out and talked to TMZ and said this was false a few days later. And of course, everybody acted like this was real. I believed it too. Me too. It was on her official Instagram account. Yeah. So uh, they announced that she had passed away. Apparently, they used the wrong name too. They called her Claire Hope, which was not her name. Mm. But um, she came out, she talked to TMZ and said this was not true. She had not passed away. That wasn't her real name. And she had got hacked. And there has been some kind of custody battle, I think, between her mom and her dad and some crazy stuff going on with the family. You can look it up if you care that much. I don't really care to look it up into it. But what do you think about this whole thing with the fake death announcement, man? And did you believe it at first? Yeah, I believed it at first. Um, I'm curious to know, uh, like, is because did they say she was hacked? or She said she was hacked. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, but it seemed it seemed it seemed a little fishy because I want to say TMZ or somebody caught up with her dad or something, mm-hmm. and I guess he didn't say anything pretty much when they brought it up. Uh, so I don't know if um, I don't I don't know if he had if he had anything to do with it or is she just doing this for clout. I don't know what was going on, but I don't I never did care for her, man. I feel like. People like that, and you know, I I ain't trying to talk smack about somebody who was nine years old, but I felt like that whole rollout was a little ignorant to me, so I ain't really care for it like that. But um, yeah, man, if, if she's doing this for clout, man, I just have no. I I I already didn't have the love for you, but I really don't have love for people to do that. It's man, clout and fame, internet fame, all that stuff. That that stuff is a sickness. Where you feel you feel like you gotta <laughs> fake a death <laughs> or po- do do a post like that just to get some attention, that's that's sick. And I don't know if she did that. I don't know if that's the reason she did that or uh, why that even happened. But this stuff kind of seems sick. I'm kind of curious to see how she gonna move going forward. If she just gonna go back in the cave and just kind of chill, or is she rolling out something else? But um, yeah, this was a crazy ass story because I remember some um, L- um, John Lopez actually brung it up on the show um, because we got a segment called um, you know Internet Going Nuts where we talk about whatever's trending and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and he wasn't familiar with her, and I'm like I'm like I just remember her, but I you know I wasn't following her like that. I just remember who she was, and he mentioned how she passed. And then I want to say a couple of days later, we had to bring it back up because she was alive. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on, man, because I thought it was fake. I thought somebody trying to say, you know, she alive was, I thought that was like a fake account or something like that. But um, it's a crazy story. It really is, man. And you can look into it. I know there's more, um, if y'all are interested, there's more background about her brother exploiting her and stuff like this as well. Like, it's, it's some family drama going on there, man. I think it's a crazy situation with her. And it's unfortunate because she's only 14, man. Like, yeah. she's still very young. 
And to have this come out, everybody believes it. And now if you do make a comeback on social media, nobody's going to believe anything you say you yeah. know, at this point because you done did the worst thing and faked the death, even if it wasn't her, you know. So uh, with that whole thing, I don't know, man. My, my thing about cloud chasing, I don't care when grown people do it because, look, that's your life. You made a decision. If you want to make yourself look stupid for clout, fair enough. I don't like when people involve kids in clout chasing, man. I didn't like it with her. I don't like it with baby Gronk, shit like that. I don't I don't like the kids, man, because they're too young and they don't know the repercussions of what this could have on them when yeah. they grow up. Yeah. You know, you you have somebody nine years old, she's gonna look up back at this one day and, and really be embarrassed, I feel. You know, like what what was I doing talking this stupid on Instagram? Maybe she, I don't know, maybe she'll like it and, and play into it. But it's also possible that she'll be very embarrassed by how she was acting at nine years old. And whoever put her up to this and was posting this stuff and put the money in her hand and put her in the cars is their fault. You know, you're involving a kid in something that they really don't understand. And I don't like that, man. That's exploitation. And that's weak to me. You know, yeah. I don't care if any grown person does anything stupid on their own to cloud chase. I don't care about that because that's their problem. But the kids is what I have a problem with, man, because they don't know. Yeah. And that's exploitation. So I, I ain't down with it. So I never liked her for that reason alone, because you could tell it wasn't her idea to do this. And it, even if it was, somebody should have stopped her. Yeah, because as a parent, you have a you have a line you can't cross. Yeah. Where uh, it's funny because <laughs> it's funny because when I was getting my hair colored, um, my hairstylist, she have a son and. He was like, hey, mom, can I still get my hair dyed? Uh, I guess he wanted his hair uh, dyed he, because he got long locks. And he was like, can I still get my hair hair dyed gray? And she like, absolutely not. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she like, you said when I become a senior? like, no, I'm not. And she just said a line. It wasn't like a thing where she was just like, okay, I don't care. Yeah, you know. She wasn't just letting them do whatever. And I feel like a, a a normal parent would have that line where they say, nah, you you doing too much right now. Give me your phone. Or nah, you ain't about to post this. Or you ain't about to be up here all this money and stuff. Like at least my parents was like that. Like it was it was some certain stuff I couldn't even wear. Like my mom ain't want me wearing no um ski mask and nothing like that, or some type of uh hoodie because she was just, you know, just that PTSD of being black, young black <laughs> with a hoodie, it's just like, uh-uh. Like, she was kind of strict on that. So, um, I don't know. I would think, like, if if that was my kid, I would not have my kid doing all that right now. Like, you could do a little something, but talking about I got all this money and all this stuff, nah, sit your ass down. You ain't got nothing. I got this money. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing that. I don't care how much you paid, man. If, 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 my baby was getting money from Instagram or something like that just to do that. I would be like, nah, man, I can't. Nah, you still, you still a kid. You still got responsibilities. So, yeah. so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that at all, man. My mom, I couldn't even get a job until I turned like 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. Just for that fact, my mom could have easily been like, Hey, get you a job at 14 and make all this money. She like, Nope. <laughs> you gotta wait till you turn 16 to start making some money. So um I don't know, that's just me. 
Yeah, no, I agree, man. I think, um, look, some parents don't give a shit and they just want to use, they want to get clout by any means. If they can use their kid for that, they'll do it. But it, it's really unfortunate, man, because these kids don't know what they're getting into. They don't know how it's going to affect the rest of their life. And it's really unfortunate to see stuff like that. So, And, and the, scary, the scary part about it, too, is when it comes to social media and younger kids, it's a different effect on them than what how we feel about social media. Because mm-hmm. I don't look, people can say something about me on social media. I don't care. Like I would just log out and live my best life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But with younger kids, man, they it's it's a possibility they'll take all of that stuff, uh, what people are saying to heart on social media. And that can really mess up their brain. That's why you got, you know, people commit suicide over stuff over social media. You know what I mean? The, the bullying stuff on social media is real, man, especially when it comes to kids. Because that's why I never really understand when people be like, oh, just get off of social media. They're addicted to the social media, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's that's all they know. So that's like that's like back in the day, that's like telling us to stop playing, t- or stop watching TV or stop listening to the radio or just turn the radio or just turn turn the game off. That's All you got to do is turn the game you know how stressed you was when your parents took your game? <laughs> like, you yeah. had nothing to do, or they take your TV, you had nothing to do? I think it's the same thing with social media, man. No, it definitely is, man. Um, yeah, it, it's an escapable drug, man. People just can't get enough of it. It's really unfortunate, but look, it, it it's not going away anytime soon. All I ask is people just don't involve kids with it, man. But they're going to, so it is what yeah. I don't know. And, it, and, it, and, this, and this parent ain't the first either. It's a yep. bunch of parents that's doing that, man, that's just kind of holding their kid out, but mm-hmm. pulling the strings behind the scenes. Yeah. But their kid is the face, and they making all that money. You know they ain't giving them no. all of that money they making. Of course not. Of course not. So It's exploitation at its finest, but... Yep. What can you do? People go and do what they do. So, mm-hmm. um, speaking of Jamie Foxx, though, he had to, uh, he's already facing cancellation only a few weeks removed from apparently a death scare and a false death and all that. He came back just to get canceled almost. <laughs> um, he made it, he made a post on Instagram that said, They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? And he had a hashtag fake friends and ha- uh, hashtag fake love. And people saw this and immediately called him an anti-Semite. <laughs> you know, they thought he was getting his Kyrie on, apparently. They uh, they called him out. Um, people said it was a horrifically anti-Semitic message to his 16.7 million followers. Everybody thought that when he said they, that he was referring to the Jewish community, and he had to apologize. Um, he made a post on Instagram that said, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everybody who was offended by my post. I now know my choice of words has caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant with they, not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everybody. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always, Jamie Foxx. Now, apparently the, uh, I guess, whatever um, 
representative of the Jewish community accepted this apology, I guess. So <laughs> I guess he's good now. Um, but what do you think about this, man? Because there's been a big debate about how he didn't mention anything Jewish in his post. You know, Jesus was killed according to records and <laughs> <laughs> books and whatnot. Where's your source? And Where's your source for that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I made it the up. King, no. the, King, the King James version. <laughs> I, 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 look, uh, I think the uh, I think Say Cheese said that Jesus was actually killed. Okay, I'm report. I get all my news from Say Cheese. So, <laughs> so look, uh, everybody thought this was like an anti-Semitic message, but look, if you believe Jesus was killed, he was killed, and. It didn't seem to us, at least to us, that it was pointed at the Jews, but they took it that way, apparently. So what do you think about this, man? There's been a big conversation about coded language and whatnot and what his intent was and what he was aiming this at. What do you think about this whole blowback that Jimmy Fox faced for this post, man? So um, I first seen the apology before I seen what happened. Yeah. So I was looking like, damn, what did he say? So I read the apology. I'm like, damn, what'd he say? So I was looking through the comments. I was trying to search to see what he said. And I ran across that post because somebody just posted the, the uh, they killed Jesus. What do you think they do to you or whatever the post said? Now, that's not the first time I heard that. I hear, I hear that term all the time. Whenever somebody talking about fake friends or fake people, um, they bring that post up. So I ain't think nothing of it. I thought somebody just randomly posted that post under the comments. So I'm thinking like, damn, what did he say? I'm I'm like searching. And um and I realized that was what he posted and uh, was apologizing for. I'm like, damn, I look, I'm I, look, man, I ain't the brightest light bulb in the in the uh in the thing, but I'm like, damn, that, I didn't know that was anti-Semitic or I didn't know that was pointed towards the uh, Jewish people. I'd never used that term. I think I think the term kind of a little bit corny <laughs> when people use it, but I I hear I hear that term all the time. And I felt like all the people I heard use it wasn't trying to make it about the uh, Jewish people. It was more of a, a, hey, they killed this, or they, and they're not saying they as in Jews. I mean, people killed Jesus. Yeah. Okay, not in to do with religion. People killed Jesus. So what yeah. do you think they will do? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's similar to people saying they killed Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. So what you think they'll do to somebody like you? Like, when they say they killed Martin Luther King, are we talking about white people? <laughs> Or, or are we talking about the one person? Or um, same thing with Malcolm X. They killed Malcolm X. So what they do, like, are we talking about, I mean, we talk about cops. We talking about. <laughs> it reminds me of when Jay-Z said they killed uh, X and let Zerman live. Yeah, the streets are done. <laughs> like, the streets is done. <laughs> I just, uh, I, like, I feel like this is a little bit of stretch. I, look, I, I'm not Jewish, so I you know, I don't want to sit here and say they going overboard with it, but I don't think it, this was a saying that was directed towards Jews, Jews all of this time. I think it's more of a metaphor of they, not the Jews, but just people. 
if if somebody can kill Jesus, what do you think they'll do to you? Type thing. Mm-hmm. So um, it must have been a slow day <laughs> because I did not see a problem with. I I ain't, I ain't think it was gonna be that big of an issue where he have to apologize for it. So uh, it's kind of scary, man. It seemed like anything that even come close to talking about um, the Jewish community, man. It seemed like people get shook up, and they be looking like a terrorist, uh, uh, like a a, a hostage <laughs> on on camera trying to apologize. So it's it's a little bit scary, man. I just. I don't know, man. It, 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 this was super strange for me. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think after Kanye and after Kyrie, that they are just on high alert from anything black people say that could even possibly reference Jew anti-Semitic comments. But if you know Jamie Foxx, you know he wouldn't make a statement like that, man. He never made not, a statement like that in his whole career. No, he's never really taken a side on anything, man. <laughs> he's been as neutral as The Rock, honestly, on, yeah. <laughs> you know, throughout his whole career. <laughs> I don't remember him saying anything even slightly controversial. Yeah. Honestly, man. <laughs> Besides the crazy stuff he said on his Foxhole show, but that wasn't like political or nothing like yeah. that. That was just outside of him being a comedian and he never and even him being a comedian he ne- he never did the Dave Chappelle thing yeah where he just get into deep into what's going on and pick a side type thing once he crossed over to a certain space y- you didn't yeah. see anything like that so to once even he start dating Katie Holmes exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so to like for them to even think he would be meaning that is kind of strange, man. But I just think they're on high alert. I think they just think black people hate them. Any famous black person is just going to hate Jewish people now. So whenever it's something that could be even slightly mis- misconstrued as something anti-Semitic, you got to explain it now. Yeah. So it's getting kind of silly, man. But then again, everybody has gotten kind of silly at these days, man. I feel like we're like that too. I feel yeah. like white everybody is just super sensitive now for some reason. Yeah. In general. And it's getting annoying, man. Like I miss the days where we could just joke around. I guess that never really existed, but for the most part, like people wouldn't get super offended by every single thing, you know. Yeah. I think more usually in the past, like the more rational people would just win out and mm-hmm. be like, "Okay, it's it's kind of offensive, but it's a joke." Yeah. Now it's like you can't say shit, man. You can't, uh, you can't even, it, you can't do anything that could be interpreted as anything racial. It, you know, you know how it is. Like yeah. you just can't imply anything anymore. And yeah. it's very, we're very sensitive now. So it's very tough. Yeah. No, the thing is back in the day, you could, you could joke around and stuff. Yeah. P- people could hate it, but you would never see somebody had to backtrack and apologize. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, he joking around. Now it's like, it's, you you don't even have to be joking around, man. It could be something that, you know, you take a certain way, and you still have to apologize because I felt like he didn't have to apologize for it. I don't think, like, I, like still to this day, looking at the post, I'm like, I, I mean, that that po- maybe because I grew up around certain people, so I heard it more often. Yeah, but. It was it was never aimed towards a certain group of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 
I thought that was crazy that he had to backtrack and apologize. But, you, you know, we Jamie is Jamie. He's in a certain place. He got relationships, so he can't afford to lose those relationships for some some weak-ass comments, to be honest. Some generic, cliche-ass uh, post <laughs> or meme. So I think, um, I guess I understood why he had to apologize, but it was silly, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. But, you know, like I said, we're in a super sensitive time and everything is just, everybody's on tilt and I don't know what we can do to ever go back. I think it's just like this now, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can't say nothing. You can't, uh, you have to be very careful in your choice of words all the time, especially when you're somebody who has something to lose. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, we don't really have shit. That's why we talk a lot of shit on this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> once we get the bag and cross over, dog, look, once we get the bag, we will start on episode one. Okay. Yeah, delete y'all, everything. <laughs> everything getting deleted. And if y'all ever try to bring up anything from past podcasts, I'm going to say it's AI. <laughs> All right. That's AI generated. There's no proof that we actually said those things or were there <laughs> or did that podcast. Okay. It's yeah. going to be the Jim the Juice podcast episode one brought to you by DraftKings and mm-hmm. Sportsbook and Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, y'all used to say the N word on the podcast a lot. No, we didn't. No, we never said anything controversial about women. We love Lizzo. Okay. <laughs> 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 we never said anything about anybody, okay? So, look, once we get that bag, but until then, we're going to keep talking shit. So, if you have something to lose, you you have to be very careful in your choice of words and, or, or better yet, just don't say anything. Yeah. At, don't do nothing but promote your projects if you're Jimmy Fox, okay? That's how I feel. I, I'm yeah. sure you learned that lesson now. Yeah. But don't do nothing but promote your products on social media. Yeah. No, I agree. So <laughs> just a warning, if you ever see us with a brand new Twitter accounts I know. <laughs> and a new podcast that starts at episode one, that's the reason why. Okay. So yeah, yeah don't bring none of this up. This never happened. This podcast never happened. Okay. Ignore it. I need to scrub my uh, Twitter a little more. <laughs> I, I, I'm I thinking about most, it, I scrub most of it, but uh, I just need to make sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might look whenever opportunity comes up, it's getting deleted. It's gonna be you're gonna see my first tweet. <laughs> and like what happened? I don't know. This is I the, got hacked. This is the official Twitter of Ryan Rocket. <laughs> Any other Twitter was fake. Okay. <laughs> um speaking of apologies, uh somebody else apologized, then doubled down and took back the apology. Now it's Neo. Mm. Uh, Neo was apparently on Vlad TV. He had some comments about, I guess, transgender people. And Mm, mm. he said, back in my days, there was only two genders and stuff like that. I didn't really care about it, so I didn't listen to the clip. But his pup, apparently he put out an apology, apologizing to people who were offended. Then he doubled down and took back the apology and basically (laughs) said that it wasn't um, his publicist had put that out. He said, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention, 
However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. You are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asking nobody to follow me. I ain't asking nobody to argue with me. So, yeah, I guess on this, I guess he was on a, yeah, he was on a, the, actually he was on the Gloria Velez podcast, who I did not know how to podcast until mm. now. Mm. You know, I don't try to hate on people, but why does Gloria Velez have a podcast? Yeah. Okay. Like, is she just going to talk about all the rappers she fucked? Like, <laughs> what, what are we going to get good from Gloria Velez? Maybe it's good. Maybe I should check it out. Maybe she's actually a, a good interviewer. But yeah. is she like I that Bobby? Is she good as that Bobby girl? <laughs> Yo, God. We never talked about that. We, we? It, no, we didn't. <laughs> we, we could circle back to that. But um, apparently she he was on the Gloria Velez podcast and... He and Gloria disagree with the idea of supporting a transgender child's identity and allowing them to seek gender-affirming care. He said, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, you just let him rock with that. If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. When did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let alone a six-year-old, let alone a 12-year-old, make a life-changing decision for themselves? So, yeah, we heard all this stuff. I don't really want to debate that point. What do you think about Neo and his apology, then unapology? I think that's a little cool. I don't don't like that at all, man. Like, I don't like the whole apologize and then take back the apology and double down. (laughs) Like, and then I feel like he just kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to say he just exposed the, um, the industry because of the, uh, publicist, uh, posted that apology, that first apology. Because I think everybody use a publicist to, you know, do an apology type thing. But it's just like, dog, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like just apologize and keep it moving or either say, nah, screw that. Like, don't tell Jackie or whoever your your uh, publicist is, nah, don't, don't worry about it this time. Don't, I'm good. <laughs> and just move on from it. Like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like people be trying to double down and try to debate your ear off over these type of stuff that don't need a debate, man. Like, dog, like, you ain't going to win this. There's no winner in this debate at all on either side. So I just don't understand why people, it seems like people be trying to feel so strong about LGBTQ and trans and, you know, trans men, trans women. They be trying to feel so strong about this. And it's like, man, like, you feel how you feel, just move on. Like, I don't understand why people be trying to double down. They be trying to force people to think the way they think. It's like, ain't nobody going to listen to Neo and be like, yeah, you know what? Neo got a point. So, you know what? I think I I think I am going to raise my kids this way. And, and ain't nobody thinking about that. Like, dog, you feel the way you feel. Stand on it and move move on. <laughs> like all this, all this apologize and then no, I'll take the apology back. I'm gonna double down and all this stuff. You wasting everybody's time, man. Yeah, nah. I feel like look, his publicist tried to save him. What would have hurt to just not say anything after that? <laughs> you know, because I read the publicist apology basically saying that he apologized and he understands how his comments could have been interpreted in a negative way and all that stuff. Like she tried, whoever that was, tried to save him. And for him doing this, it's like, look, 
if you feel this strongly, just raise your kids however the fuck you want then. That's the mm-hmm. thing. That's a, that's what annoys me, man. Like, nobody's telling you how to raise your kids. All right? So raise them however you want. If you feel a certain way, fine. But what good does it do to speak out about things like this and say what other people should do with their kids? Mm. You know, like, that's really none of your business, honestly. You got kids, raise them however you see fit. Okay? Mm. If you're anti-gender-affirming, trend or whatever, then don't do it. Okay? Mm. So... That that's what annoys me, man. Just worry about your own. Uh, there, like, there's no benefit really, unless you're chasing the bag over there. Yeah, and that's what my theory is. When people mm. do things like this, I feel like a lot of people are seeking the bag from that side of the political spectrum. Mm. So, um, I think when people double down and say I'm anti woke, I'm this and I'm that. I'm anti-trans or whatever. They're seeking the audience over there because look, yeah, there's I money over that. there. Let's be real. There's money over there and people are going over there to take it. Yep. So look, if that's his intention, whatever. But for him to just come out of nowhere and <laughs> <laughs> and speak so strongly about this, I don't know, it's just strange, man. Like if you're if you're comfortable where you are and want to keep your audience. It does no benefit to even talk about these things, man. It don't. Just man. say I have my own views on it, but I keep it to myself. Yeah. And Gloria can't really press you. What's she gonna do, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just say I have my own views and I don't really want to express them, but I raise my kids the way I see fit. Yeah. You know, and that's all you really gotta say, oh. man. You ain't gotta make a political stand on this. Yeah. Or or you could just take the soft side and say, Hey, you know, we have our I have a way I raise my kids, but you know, salute to everybody that's raising kids in general. Like, do mm-hmm. do what's best for your family. Like, can't nobody push back on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just don't get it, man. I Like, I feel like that shit is just a conversation where it, it, it never ends. Like, you either going to get somebody that, that's going to side with you, say, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. And at the same time, you're going to piss a whole nother side off. Because your comments are insensitive and all this other stuff. Exactly. So, so it's just like you, him making these comments ain't gonna make the world better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's no point. That's why we don't really talk about that type of stuff because it's you know it's there's no payoff to the conversation. Like it is what it is. You know, it's the world we live in right now. So get uh, get with it. <laughs> I mean, you can still raise you can still raise your family the way you want to raise your family, and that and that's the other. Pre- and look, we getting into the conversation now. That's yeah, the, that's the other thing, man. People just like I always see people talking about. So, yeah, they putting why are they putting this LGBTQ crap in the cartoons and duh, duh, duh. like duh, like <laughs> like I don't know what world you living in, but I feel like it's all over the place. <laughs> like it's damn near normal. <laughs> so I don't understand how just seeing something like this would just throw your whole world off, man. Like, dog, it's like me growing up, you know, it was a lot of stuff I ain't get to see on TV, but I still end up learning it, not not even from TV, but just being out and about going to school and stuff. So somebody gonna see s- some gay stuff somewhere, man. Mm-hmm. So Everybody's sitting here acting like, hey, they trying to make us, they trying to turn us this way. 
And I was just like, dog, like, dog, the only person that can turn that way is you. Like, <laughs> the, the person that's you, you the only person that can turn a, a certain way. So, like, ain't nothing you could do. Your kids <laughs> gonna like whoever they like. So, they, like, all this co conspiracy government trying to turn everybody this and that. It's just like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, some things people can keep to themselves, man. Especially if you're somebody, like we talked about with Jamie Foxx, if you're somebody famous and you have something to lose, just don't talk about certain things, man. Like, yeah. it, it, it does no benefit unless you're searching for a new audience. Um, maybe he wants to sing at the next Trump inauguration if there is one. Yeah. Do you remember Chrisette Michelle sang for Trump and she got she got <laughs> yeah she got crushed. Yeah, she destroyed her same, career, man. Yeah, she ain't been the same since. Nah, nah, definitely not. Um, so yeah, maybe he wants to be the the next inauguration singer at the Trump ball. <laughs> I don't know if he wins again. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's uh. I don't know. I understand his 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 tactic here. I don't get it, but maybe he knows something that we don't. Yeah. Um, other news going on this week. Uh, Richard Sherman has been announced to be joining Skip Bayless on Undisputed, as well as Rachel Nichols, Miss Canceled herself. <laughs> Formerly canceled Richard, Rachel Nichols. <laughs> will join Richard Sherman and Skip Bayless uh, on Undisputed uh, as some rotating guests. So, yeah, I guess it's official now. Uh, Shannon Sharp is gone, and Richard Sherman will be replacing, as well as I guess we'll have some rotating people in as well. So what are your opinions on this, man? Do you think it's going to work or is it going to flop? Um, I think um, – I don't think it's going to be as good as him and Shannon, of course. But I think this was probably the best decision. And we mentioned this before. Just have a rotating guest. Just mm -hmm. do what First Take is doing. And kind of fill it out a little bit and just have people on to discuss certain topics. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. I want to hear no Richard Sherman talk, breaking down the Lakers game, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that don't that don't make sense at all. I don't think he's that entertaining. And I think he's I think he's good at what he do. I, I think he's real good. It's funny because that, that clip was floating around when he hopped on first take with with uh, Skip and Stephen A, and he was pretty much going that um, Skip. And so you could tell he had a future in that, and that was him as a player. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is the best move for them, man. They wasn't going to find nobody perfect to uh, replace Shannon Sharp. So I think this was the right move, and I think it would keep everything fresh. And I... And, I don't see anybody getting into it with Skip to the point where they got to leave, like Shannon Sharp. Because look, man, they've been they've been together for a long time. Mm -hmm. So after a while, you know how it is working with somebody for for years, especially doing a show where you you kind of get tired of them a little bit. It, stuff start getting a little stale, where you ended up not liking the person. So um, I think that would prevent prevent what happened last time and you could kind of you know just keep keep the show fresh by bringing in new voices it's not the same old stuff the same old uh bits that shannon was doing and the same old stuff that skip was doing with the cowboys and all that stuff so i think it's 
I, I think this will. Uh, I think this is a better outcome than just getting one person to do it. And don't forget, Lil Wayne. Oh <laughs> Lil yeah, Wayne Lil Wayne's be gonna there. be on there too. Apparently, <laughs> I guess he's already been on there. I don't know. I've been watching. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So my opinion, basically, man, I think Skip is really losing the audience here because I think he really thinks we just want to see people who hate each other argue. You know. Because the part of the the good thing about first take back in the day and first take now even is like, yeah, they get into it, but I don't think that any of them really dislike each other. You know, Skip and Stephen A were friends, you know, which what which is what made their arguments even funnier, you know, because they knew each other. So yeah, they got into it and they got heated, but they were still cool. That's how Shannon and Skip started. They started off pretty cool with each other. They were very cordial, making jokes, and they were friendly. And that soured over time, and you could tell by the end, Shannon had enough. Yeah. You know, so I think Skip wants to show where some he wants to battle somebody who doesn't like him. You know, the fact that he even entertained bringing Charles Barkley on the show. Yeah. You know, like, why would you do that, man? The energy would just be very strange. Yeah, it might make good for a good viral clip or two, but nobody's going to want to watch a whole show of people who hate each other argue, man. Yeah. Like, you, if you marry, you can go home and get that every day. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to go and uh, watch it on TV in the morning and, and see two men just go at each other and don't like each other. And that's what's going to happen with Richard Sherman and Skip. You know, we know already Skip does, Shannon does not like, or not Shannon, we know uh, Richard Sherman does not like Skip Bayless, okay? Yeah, he was on first take back in the day and said, "I'm better than and I'm better than you at life." <laughs> <laughs> All right, he does not like Skip Bayless, and I think Skip Bayless thinks it'll be entertaining to bring somebody in who hates him. Yeah, but it's going to be awkward, man. Like it's going to be very sterile. It's not going to have any of the friendly stuff we like from Shannon and him, and it's just going to be weird to watch. I feel, man. Yeah, it'll have some viral clips of them going crazy at each other but the vibe of the show will be weird yeah and i don't know if that's just just what he wants but it's gonna be awkward man so i don't know i think it's gonna be over i don't know how long the show lasts we'll see maybe shannon maybe uh sherman does really good and the ratings go up but i don't see it happening man i think it's gonna be very awkward but we'll see yeah i don't know um and last but not least, man, let's get into the 50th birthday of hip hop. Hey. Yeah. That used to be a mainly hip hop podcast. I'm bringing closing the show with the hip hop 50th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hip hop is 50 years old. I guess some, like, at some point in the last few years, people have decided that the Cool Herc house party is now the birth of hip-hop, and now is the beginning of hip-hop. <laughs> and that, I believe, was August 11th, 1973. Yeah. And people have now, for some reason, decided that is the birth of hip-hop because it had a DJ who was mixing records and people who were rapping there. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how I feel about that because <laughs> I feel like that's just some very recent thing that just happened. I don't remember there being a birthday for hip-hop. In, in, until like the last few three years, maybe. Yeah. We're talking about the cool Herc party. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a hip hop nerd, so I knew about the the party. It was a block party, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, back to school block party. It was, I think, it was a block party before the kids went back to school, and they had all this stuff going on. And that's where the DJ was was DJing, and the MC was, you know, on the on the mic and all that stuff. So I kind of knew that, but um, I feel I I would like to. I wish we could dig in more to see where it really started. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to not get DJ Cool Hurt credit at all. I feel like he's a legend. Or he is a legend. But um I wonder because I always get this from a lot of older people, including my dad, where he'd be like, Oh, James Brown used to rap back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like in in the sixties, he was rapping in the sixties. And we always see the gospel group that be trending. Yeah. <laughs> It, um, that, that'd be rapping from the 1940s or something or whatever that was. So I'll be, I, I'm kind of curious why nobody, why it just stopped right there. Where it just, like, was that the, like, I would like to see how it was in, the, in 1973 in Houston, in the mm-hmm. hood in Houston or in the hood in Atlanta or LA. Like, it, like it, so you mean to tell me, <laughs> In 19, August 11, 1973, in the Bronx, New York, it's the f- first time somebody ever DJ and, and and was rapping on the mic ever. <laughs> like, nobody have another story like that that was similar back in 1972 or 1974 in L.A. or Houston or Dallas or something like that. <laughs> I don't Look, know. I just again. have a lot of questions, man. New York invented everything, okay? They invented basketball, they invented <laughs> rapping, they invented hip-hop, they invented everything, okay? Everything black came from New York, apparently. You know, the people down south were just doing nothing the whole time. We were we were Bamas, according to them. We was backwards people. So, yeah, t- the thing is, man, I don't mind acknowledging that the Cool Hearth Party was a pivotal moment in hip-hop or whatever, but to say that was the beginning the first day hip hop was born is kind of corny to me because number one, I feel like this is a very recent thing that came up through like Reddit, maybe in some documentaries and things where people said, Oh, this is the first time hip hop was hip hop. But when you put a day on it, it becomes kind of corny. Like, like we saw it on, uh, what was it? Friday, I think, or Saturday, whenever the, uh, what was it? The 11th, so it was Saturday. No, Friday. I'm mixing the fucking days up in my head. It was Friday, and you saw all the content come out. Like, here's the 50 top New York rappers on the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Here's yeah. the 50 best rap albums on the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Here's a list of the fi- top 50 women. I don't know how you get that many. Uh, <laughs> in hip-hop. Like... The, it was just for content, man. It kind of reminds yeah. me when they have like a, a National Pancake Day. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. No, you summed it up right. It's it's a um, I don't want to say it's a a, a um, like a plant type of <laughs> a, a day, mm-hmm. but they are benefiting off of that. For uh for the hip they they calling this uh hip hop b- happy birthday to hip hop, and let's release this list and put Ice Spice number fifty. Yeah, man, like come on, man, like Ice Spice number fifty of all time out of everybody. This I don't even think it was just women. 
I think I seen a list where it was some of everybody. And then I seen somebody tweet. Uh, I ain't researching, so maybe I could be wrong, but I see somebody retweet the list and pretty much retweeted all the people that was, wasn't was on the list. Mm-hmm. And so you had a lot of people like Have It. You had Lloyd. Be- you had some real good rappers that wasn't on this list. They also put ASAP Ferg on it, too. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I would put him over Ice Spice at fifty, and that's that's not saying too much. Yeah, yeah. That's not Ice say- Spice is too new. That, she yeah, can't be on like, a top on, 50. Like, She can't. Yeah, that got that's clearly marketing. That's clearly mm-hmm. a, a label thing trying to market so we can sit here and talk. But I seen a whole bunch of people ain't never heard of Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Was sitting there saying, "Who is Ice Spice? Why is she number 50? So of course that's. I mean, that's helping her because now people searching to see who she is. So uh, it's just that part of it. We're just like, all right, so it's a marketing plan behind this, and it's it's, it's going to get worse. It's definitely going to get worse. It's probably going to be like the whole Juneteenth thing. <laughs> it, it, it might end up getting whiteified. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely going to get whiteified, and we probably going to be sick of it. <laughs> all, all the stuff people going to... Do commercialize hip hop. I mean, it's already commercialized, but people yeah. will commercialize today. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's corny, man. Like I said, I'm fine with celebrating this year as like the 50th anniversary, but having that day is just like, like you said, commercialized, and it's going to be corny. It's already corny, and it's just a day to pump out content and an excuse to say make stupid ass lists, man. Enough with the list. We've had enough lists, okay? Yeah. I don't want to see no more lists. All right. I think we've had enough. I think we know where everybody, every major publication stands on rappers and albums and whatnot. No more. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see no more lists from no DJs, no anybody. I don't care about lists no more. I'm done. Yeah. And so, yeah, having that day as a birthday, it's kind of corny, but hey, it is impressive that hip hop has made, has been around to stay this long especially looking back and you see how people thought it was just a fad, that it was going to die out, that it wasn't going to last into the 90s, that it w- it was too controversial to be on the radio, and to it wouldn't allow it on MTV and all this stuff to where they are now, man. Yeah. It is impressive that hip-hop, like, like Biggie said in 94, never thought that hip-hop would take it this far. You really didn't, man. People yeah. in the beginning did not think it would last this long. And it's yeah. impressive to be like the number one genre in the world, basically. Yeah, just look so. at just look at all the um household names that we hear now. Yeah. Like Will Smith. That started started from hip hop, man. He yep. was one of the guys that boycotted the Grammy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they wasn't televising their Grammy uh category. So um just people like that, man. Just started. I see who's a TV star now, man. Like he started yeah. being a gangster Mr. rapper. So yeah, Mr. Law and Order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it, it, ain't it funny that he never played in anything else? <laughs> it's just he just been sticking with Law and Order and no other movie. When was the last time you say, "Let me, I want to watch this Ice T, this new Ice T movie"? Yeah, he it, doesn't do movies at all. It seemed like he just but, stuck the Law and Order, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I respect he, it. Yeah, he took some weird roles. He was like a dog person in Tank Girl, which was like a weird cyberpunk movie that was it was actually pretty good. But like he had some weird roles in like the mid 90s, man. So it was good yeah. that he got on Law and Order and just stayed there. Yeah. Because I feel like he would do anything at one point. But 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's iconic in that role. Yeah, but um, look at people like Ice T, look at LL Cool J, like just a regular household name now that's doing all type of stuff. And it started from rap, <laughs> from hip hop. So, yeah. Hey, what up, Drunk? See you <laughs> Drunk. in the comments, man. Drunk said Ice, type, Ice Spice was top 50. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was top 50 New York rappers, to be fair. But yeah, I, I, it's way too early for her to be on a top 50 anything, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it was obviously a controversial marketing pick. And Drunk said, LL Cool J been doing NCIS for 20 years. We still don't watch it. <laughs> Somebody does. Dog, yeah. these shows are actually massively popular. Hey, you know, dog, I'm, we, I, I, I know I'm definitely keeping Law & Order in business. Yeah. Because I watch Law & Order all day long. I'm, I'm, I'm not an NCIS guy, but if I do, I watch the original one. Yeah. Uh, the original one is good. I don't like the one with LL Cool J, man. He just looks so weird, man. This jacked mm -hmm. ass dude <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a challenger. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, nah. But yeah, you're right. He's been doing that for a long time. I don't know nobody that's rushing home to see that. I think he do NCIS uh, Los Angeles, I want to say. Mm -hmm. I don't know nobody that's rushing home to watch that. Now, the other one, the original one, yes. <laughs> Look, these shows that have been on for like 15, 20 years, you'd be surprised. Like, I, I feel like people watch these shows in secret. <laughs> like, because we feel like people just watch the same shows we do. Not true, man. Like, people yeah. watch all these shitty CBS shows every single day and keep them in business. So... <laughs> You, you it probably the person that works next to you that watches yeah. NCIS and Law and Order every single night. <laughs> <laughs> and we just don't know. Yeah. What up, Miguel? See you in the comments, man. What are we doing on so early? Well, we're doing a afternoon special edition of the Gym to Dudes podcast. If you were following our Twitter account, we announced this <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, we had to work. So. Yeah, we had some stuff to do yesterday. So <laughs> We had things to do, but we hit y'all with a special edition podcast, breaking down everything that happened this week. So hit the rewind button. We're going to post a podcast in a little bit. We almost done here. But, uh, yeah, it's been a great show. Um, 50 years of hip-hop, man. Nothing more to say, really. Do you think it'll last another 50 years, Figgy? I thought it ended this year, man. <laughs> I thought it was over, hey, hip -hop man. Hip-hop been dead since whenever Nas made that album. Wasn't that like 2014 or something? Uh, shoot. I think it was... Honestly, I think that was like... Uh, uh, Hip-hop... That was like 08. That was uh, 20, 2006. Wow. Yeah, oh, oh, 2006, 2006. hip-hop died. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. I thought it was like 08, 09. It, yeah, 2006. Hip-hop almost been dead for 20 years, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> man. Uh, drunk said 50 years and gems and juice up next. Uh, hey, no, man. yeah, 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> you like how old we're gonna be? 50 at years, we're gonna be 90 years old. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be in a nursing home <laughs> with a uh, <laughs> in a wheelchair just talking about how we hate the rappers up to date. We yeah. hate uh, XXXTentacion's son. <laughs> we hate uh, Lil Dirk's third son or whatever. Yeah. He's trash. Uh, Miguel said, damn, bro, I need y'all on Friday night. Man, we couldn't do it. I'm sorry. We had yeah. things to do Yeah, on Friday I had night. To, I, had, I had to work some stuff, so. Yeah. Couldn't really so do it. Sorry but, about that. We didn't. We couldn't stick to our regular schedule. Yeah, honestly, week, we but, probably would have skipped a week, but a lot happened this week. You could go yeah. back on the podcast, check it out, so. I ain't want to. I ain't want to just skip a whole week. Yeah, look, man, we we linked up 
to take time out of our yeah. valuable Saturday eve and, afternoon. And I came up here to the job. Look, yes. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. Sidebar, <laughs> they cut off the AC on, on weekends at Sports Radio 610. So yeah. Figgy is up there sweating for content, literally, working his ass off. And y'all complaining because we didn't stream this Friday night. I got this fan under here, man. man. <laughs> look at that. Look look what he's going through, man. Look what Figgy going through for y'all to provide the content. And you're you going to hate on him and say, we needed y'all on Friday night. Come on, Miguel. Come on, man. You're still trying to feed the streets, all right? We're trying yeah. to keep y'all fed. But sometimes things happen. We got to reschedule, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miguel said, y'all broke down the Texans? Yes, we did, man. And our stance is... It's preseason. Uh, uh, wait, yeah, wait to <laughs> yeah, go check it out at the beginning, man. <laughs> yeah, basically, look, um, CJ looked how he looked, but he needs time to grow. And if he's not the starting quarterback game one, I'm not panicking. All right. I, I trust Amico Ryans and whatever he says or whatever decision he makes. So we'll see. But I have no hot takes about a preseason game where he played two series, man, and he's a rookie quarterback. So it is what it is. I know y'all going to debate this to death on Texans Twitter. But <laughs> Mikhail said, hey, I unironically said Keenum should start, okay? But I'm a Keenum stand. So <laughs> Miguel said, okay, enough from you, man. CJ, a bust. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough, enough of Texans talk <laughs> now that you don't went off the deep end with I CJ know, being man. a bust already. <laughs> so enough of that. Um. Anyway, um, anything else we missed this week, man? Anything else you want to talk about, Figgy? Uh, I think that might. I'm looking on Twitter to see it. if anything happened just now. Yeah, usually stuff like that happen on Saturdays. <laughs> A woman has gone viral for finessing cheap Beyonce tickets the last minute. Okay, I don't really care about that. Um, yeah, I think that might be about it for this edition of the podcast. Uh, like we said, if you missed it, uh, it will be it's already on YouTube, so you hit the rewind. I'm going to post it on the regular podcast thing, so you listen to it whenever you're out and about this weekend. Miguel said he got in the party late. Yeah, you did, man, but it's all good. I know you got things to do. Everybody yeah, got man. things to do on Saturday. Just, day, uh, so. just check out this YouTube video. Once we end this broadcast, you get start from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. And you can... Uh, Get mad at us for our Texans takes and get mad at uh, whatever John McClain said that we didn't talk about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, I think it might be about time. To, Miguel said it's tax free weekend. Oh, yeah, it is. The kids are going back to school. Um, my niece and nephews did some uh, back to school shopping this past weekend as well. So, yeah, it's all uh, it's about that time, man. About time yeah. for the chapter to fucking ramp up again, which I hate. Traffic <laughs> been nice the past few weeks, man. Yeah. <laughs> In the mornings. Dog, I'm happy. My wife going back to school, man. It felt like this was a long ass summer. <laughs> now I could get back to normal, get back on my normal yeah. schedule. Get yeah. home after school and she ain't uh, get home yes, after work I and could she chill. ain't there. Like, damn. Yep. I gotta be when you coming home. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, I got work. <laughs> get home and put on hey. Pornhub on the big TV. Like, fuck <laughs> I know. I, I could jerk off in peace now. Yes, yes. Very important in marriage, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, appreciate all y'all for hanging with us, man. We appreciate all the feedback and love. And until next time, peace.